Welcome, everybody, to the Broken Campfire Podcast. This is our special once a year Game Awards discussion episode. How's everybody doing? Doing great. One of our favorite annual oh, children. I'm good. I'm, I'm happy. Like I'm Nostra- excited. Nostragamus, you might want to call me. Bro. I'll, I'll I'm call joined you by, I, I'm a host, Andy, and I'm joined by everybody today. No Italy folk running around. We have John, Flask, Greg, and Vito. What's up? Nobody would dare. Hello. Hey. This is important, damn it. Yeah, so every year, once a year, Jeff Keighley uh, hosts the Oscars for video games, the Game Awards, uh, and we gather and watch it together. Uh, on the podcast, we've made a game out of awarding the King of Keeley. Who's our current king? John. John has won two forever. years in a row now. Oh, two no, years? I think it was king. me this time. Really At least two. I don't even remember. And has, has, he, has he been a good king? Yeah, he's pretty good. He ain't bad. I'd say forgettable. I don't think, yeah, I, I don't think I, 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 my I life has improved in any but like if you, measure. It, you know, if you, do, if you do your job well, it's like you no, didn't do your job. Wait, what is it? It's, if you do your job correctly... If somebody, if somebody no knows that you're a janitor, well, then you're pretty then good. you're not cleaning well. All right. right, well, if you don't like it, Vito, you really should have waited a few weeks because I'm still the king and I'm going to have you killed now. <laughs> Shit, he can do that. That's oh. legal. Goodbye, you little fucking peasant, little stupid peasant. Uh, just real quick, let's explain our King of Keeley rules. A little different from last year. So for each awards category, we uh, make our prediction of which game we think is going to win that category. So you get it right, you get a point. person with the most points at the end is crowned King of Keeley. And then alongside that popular prediction, we also vote for our personal favorite game in each category, uh, what we personally feel should win it. The only thing there is you have to have actually played the game that you're choosing, but you can also choose not to vote for a personal favorite for any reason. Uh, Those will be tallied up separately just for fun. But the main thing is most accurate predictions becomes the King of Keeley for this year. I actually have a little thing I, note I was going to make about something for the TGA. Um, I, I I had a uh, a realization about like something that was missing from the from all the categories this year, and that's Pentiment, which came out at the end of last year and missed last year's TGA. Like, I, I'm sure this has happened multiple times, but that game completely fell through the cracks. Because it came out after the last year's cutoff, you know? And everybody had forgotten uh, about it by now. And everybody forgot about it over the past year. Because I mean, so many games, game. so many cute, good games came out this last year. Um, and it actually made me wonder, is Lethal Company going to fall through the cracks? No. Or is it going to release? Well, I think... I guess that's true. Early. And yeah, it's on one of the Steam... Um, Game of the War thing, and you know, better with friends for Steam. But yeah, I don't think it's on any of these. Um, yeah, but 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 it wouldn't be anyway. Oh I yeah, mean, it's, it's early maybe, access, right? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, maybe, okay. maybe I'm wrong. I feel like we've had this discussion before because I think the Game Awards themselves have gone back and forth about um, about whether they count early access or not. I feel like they don't. Right. I don't. 
uh, yeah, I got, we got to keep a lookout for that. Are there any games in here that are early access right now? Maybe not. Maybe not. But either way, we like to. So this this podcast is going to have two segments to it. We're going to do this segment right here, recorded a week before the actual show, is our prediction segment. We actually don't know what's going to happen yet. We are going to go through the nominees for the top 25 or so categories that we care about. Really, every category that's not doesn't have the word esports trailing in front of it. Um, we're going to go through those, read the nominees, and then state what we think is going to win, and if we have a take, what we would like to win. So, first off, I'll start us off with innovation and accessibility. Innovation and accessibility. You guys are all innovative and accessible people. What do you feel about this category? I yes. am like uh, all the options and settings and stuff <clears throat> that they provide for all sorts of... Yeah, this is so, the official... You want to read it? Yeah, I'll just skim it. This is recognizing software and or hardware that is pushing the medium forward by adding features, tech, and content that helps games be played and enjoyed by an even wider audience. So tools, uh, UI elements, uh, sound design, graphic design, just generally things that help a game be played by, you know, maybe somebody who isn't the, the normal, typical, average Joe America. Um, when we have... Diablo 4, Forza Motorsport, Hi-Fi Rush, Marvel Spider-Man 2, Mortal Kombat 1, and Street Fighter 6. I've heard really good things about Street Fighter 6 over the past year. Um, I, think I that's was going to say, actually. yeah, Street yeah, Fighter 6, because I actually played Street Fighter 6, like, and I would never play those fucking games. <laughs> well, with the modern <clears throat> controls. Yup, exactly, that's with the modern controls. Here. So we have Sound Flask teams. and Greg going Street Fighter Six on uh, your uh, popular votes and your personal. Yeah. So, or do you guys have a turn? I got nothing for personal. <laughs> uh okay. personal. Um, I heard Diablo. Does Diablo have any of you played Diablo Four? No, no. no. Uh, I was gonna say. I wonder what accessibility stuff Diablo Four has. Like. Yeah. Probably I always like this play. category because, I don't know, it's just cool how they could, you know, cool the features that they've been adding to games as of late. But yeah, it's just like stuff that like misses us. And I will, uh, I would never vote for Forza Motorsport. You would have to saw one of my hands off to get me to vote for that, <laughs> for anything. Uh, I'm going to vote for Hi-Fi Rush. Uh, I haven't played any of these games, but Hi-Fi Rush is like a, a rhythm game. And I know like from what I've seen of it, it's like everything on the screen is displaying the rhythm that's happening, like the everything that's moving within the scene. So I'm sure that because this is even in this category, like they have some pretty cool accessibility options for, you know, people mm -hmm. who are uh, deaf or whatever. So, yeah, actually, I played High Fire Rush whatever. and I'm not even voting for that for my personal for my like personal pick because I don't remember like anything from that uh, maybe i'm sure that if, if it's in this category it's got to have something right but yeah, i don't right. remember that's my both my votes uh okay well, you can't. um i'm gonna preempt john and say i think spider-man 2 
Uh, you know, it's funny. I, you know, I, I like this category as everyone was saying because it's cool that the, you know, more people can play video games. Uh, but I, I have played Spider-Man Two, and here's the thing. I, I mean, I've played. I think I've played more Street Fighter Six also, but that was kind of with people, so you don't have less time. I, I never look at accessibility options. Uh, so I have no idea. Even if I played these games, I would never check it out. That being said, uh, I will give it to Street Fighter as well because, you know, while while we were all there playing Street Fighter, I've seen people, you know, able to just grab the controller and pick up the game. And I know that's not exactly what this uh, is for. You know, it's more like settings and stuff for me, like colorblind or, you know, well, even blind people sometimes. Um, yeah, I, I haven't played enough of the game, so I'm just going to go Street Fighter. And personal, I'm not even going to vote, because like I said, I don't even look at him. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> you, did you guys all play Street Fighter 6? No. I thought John said you guys did for a second. Maybe, maybe I misunderstood it. Um, I, you know, Street Fighter 6 probably has great accessibility options, but if I know the fighting game community, accessibility is a bad thing. So... Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, also, the fighting community is full of freaks, so whatever, so, dude. I'm not, I'm not a, I'm willing to not bet on a, on a fighting game for this one. Let's move on to John for best adaptation. Sorry, I should let you say that. Best, I go back to categories. Best adaptation, and this is a. Uh... I'm just really bungling it here. All right, <clears throat> it's lo it's loading. This is recognizing <laughs> games uh, outstanding creative work that faithfully and authentically adapts a video game to another entertainment medium. Don't worry, boss, it won't happen again. All right, uh, and the nominees are Castlevania Nocturne, Gran Turismo, The Last of Us, the Super Mario Brothers movie, and Twisted Metal. Uh, Did anybody I mean, see Gran Turismo? No, no, I didn't even know. I was looking I was through these earlier. I didn't movie. even know. I didn't even know what, it was a movie. What could that movie <laughs> possibly be about? Well, it's about the real-life story of that one esports uh, e <laughs> player of Gran Turismo who actually became a race car driver for real. Whoa, and dude. And killed the Whoa. guy. Whoa. Oh, Jesus Christ. All right, that's a little cool. I'm all right with it. Does he become? Does he become Vin Diesel? Does he jump out of a plane? Then I don't, I don't give think a it shit, goes dude. that far. Um, all right, lame. So, I feel so like this is easy, right? It's going to be The Last of Us. Well, this it's is the, the Last the, of Us. But this category, I actually have more experience in, so I can do a popular and and personal. Um, popular, I think it's going to be The Last of Us because obviously it had the greatest impact. I mean, Super Mario Brothers movie could be a close second, but more for kids. Last of Us was you know, more generalized. I mean, it's not for kids, but, you know, adults, teenagers, you know. Um, it has the award show cachet. Yeah. Personal-wise, I did watch The Last of Us. I did see the Super Mario Brothers movie, and I actually did watch Twisted Metal. Uh, Same. I did not know Gran Turismo was a thing, and I didn't know there was another Castlevania project, so, sorry. Uh, I actually did enjoy Twisted Metal overall, I'm not a super fan of the series, but I have played majority of the games. Not all of them, majority of them. Um, so there's some funny Easter eggs. It wasn't anything out of the park, which is obviously why I'm not voting for it. 
but uh, it was still good. I, I just want to give a nod to Twisted Metal. I'm glad to see it on the list. But yeah, personal vote sure. also, uh, Last of Us. Yeah, mine are both Last of Us. Mine are also both Last of Us. I've seen The Last of Us. I really like The Last of Us show. Thought it was pretty good, and I expected it to suck. Uh, yeah, the only one I've seen is Last of Us, and I'll vote for that. It was great. So everybody's going Last of Us. And did anybody have a personal vote? John had Twisted Metal, I got. No, no, no. My personal was The Last of Us. I just wanted to give a oh, shout okay. out to Twisted Metal. I mean, The Last of Us, I mean, if you put them side to side, I mean, it's just, obviously, they probably had a much bigger budget, but it's, I mean, it's a better show. Yeah, both okay. my popular and my personal one was uh, Last of Us, so that's a double down on Last Same. of Us. I was going to say, I got, got a whole board of Last of Us here. So that category doesn't matter. Thanks, you guys, for keeping it interesting. <laughs> yeah, they made that category for Last of Us. <laughs> All right, you know what? I'm going to No, no for real, it. though. That's why fucking make, Castlevania make better is adaptations. up there. Exactly. Make more adaptations that are not awful. Like, no, no shade to Castlevania. I haven't seen him, but like the only reason it's on this list is because it's another adaptation. Yeah, Gran Turismo's up there because it's an adaptation. Flask, what do we got next? Next we have most anticipated game. Um, that The description of that is like recognizing an announced game that has demonstrably illustrated potential to push the game medium forward. So not just not just yeah, what that's people are weird. most hyped for. That that see that that is weird language to me. Push the gaming medium forward. Like I don't. I think they don't want to say what well, everyone is most hyped for. I think they want to avoid that. I think that's yeah. But reason. I mean, Maybe Maybe that, that's what sophisticated. It, yeah. Uh, yeah sorry, these games are, and these are all great games. I'm hope excited for. Yeah, them, but they're not well, going to. Change. The nominees are Final Fantasy Five, Six, Seven Rebirth, Hades nice. Two, Like a Dragon Infinite Wealth, Star Wars Outlaws, and Tekken Eight. I'm gonna go I'm gonna, with uh, ooh, ooh. Oh, go I'm ahead, gonna Greg. spearhead this, Andy, and run in front of you. I'm gonna spearhead personal popular Like a Dragon Infinite Wealth, personal and popular, oh, of course. Personal yeah. and popular. Ooh, I think the normies. It's I think an easy I think personal the, for me. Easy after personal. the for after the last Yakuza like a dragon, I think the normies are starting to pick up on the Yakuza. I don't Here's think it. you're. I, I don't think you're wrong. But, I don't think but, you're wrong, but it's got Tekken Eight up there too, and Final Fantasy Seven. And I got to like those are Final Fantasy Seven. I big. that. That one shook me. I was like, oh, maybe yeah, that. Even maybe. Hades 2 is, a, is big, man. I think all of these are like good games, but I... I think, go ahead, don't be sleeping what on is, Star what, Wars um, Outlaws either. I was, like, I was going to ask, the what, is, what is Star has, Wars? Like, gameplay footage out. What is Star Wars Outlaw? No, no you can play. Oh, no, I mean, oh, like a dragon. dragon you, know? demo of... you can literally play like a dragon. There is a demo for it. I think that... I'm just going to go ahead and vote then. Popular, I think it's going to be Final Fantasy... You know, remake part two, Final Fantasy VII Rebirth. Uh, personal, like a dragon. Yeah, I, I'm going to go with definitely a personal on like a dragon. The popular hits me hard because, like, I think all Final of Fantasy these Final Fantasy VII is is my main bet. But yeah, exactly, John. All well, I would say all these, but Outlaws. I really don't see Outlaws being more popular than Tekken or Final Fantasy VII. But Hades two could surprise me. 
I could be happily surprised about like a dragon, but my problem with Tekken, I, I, I got to go with the smart vote. I think the safe vote is Final Fantasy Seven. Sorry, go ahead. I think it is too because Tekken, while fighting game fan base is you know loud, not as big as these other games. I don't, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, you look at fighting games numbers. I think people are going to want it, but not not as much Final Fantasy. You know? I agree. Those people don't really matter. They they, they really don't. <laughs> they really don't. Uh, I don't no, love Hades too. I think Hades two is actually going to be for me Hades two. I, I could see it. Yeah, I, I could see it. I was thinking about that. More like Hades snooze. All right. Well, uh, what about you? Know, I don't want to do the show anymore. I don't I think, really. Don't. I think because this category doesn't matter. If we played anything because these are new games. Uh, Star Wars right. Outlaws. I think it's my personal. Okay, that's that's the one you. What is that going to be, Flash? What is what is Star Wars Outlaw? It's like a it's like a criminal thing. Uh, you're playing a woman and her droid in like the original trilogy times or thereabouts, and it's like, kind of a like I don't know Robo times. World. I forget. Uh, Star Stormtrooper times, Empire times. Oh gosh. Um, uh, and you're you're a criminal, not a Jedi or Sith or whatever. I was just about to say, John. Uh, I'll go ahead and call you call you out live. Uh, I I appreciate whoever was watching the spreadsheet. Uh, and caught me on my mistake because I was noticing the mistake and like, wait, what did I do wrong? And I saw that helpful message. I was like, ah, oh, thank you. Oh, I mostly wanted just to get Greg ready so he wasn't sitting there like uh, I was. Yeah, you know that was me, bro, that wrote that wrong spot. Oh, okay. whatever. Thank, I was thank just you, being Greg. subtle. Yeah, no problem. Uh, Is it my turn? Not yet, because I still need to get Vito's predictions what? for most anticipated game 24. Uh, I'll go with popular like a dragon because what I, I i was thinking what greg was thinking also i think the normies the normies love it the normies are smell the yakuza series and i'm gonna so, go with uh, uh popular hades too because i'm so fucking excited for that game normies I, I hope you guys are right with full I, yakuza I think back tattoos honestly i hope you guys are right but i really think you're throwing away a vote here i gotta I got be honest like i think yeah like a dragon 2 is gonna be big but I don't think we're there yet. I, think we'll I'm being too I don't positive. know. We could see. This is going to be. I I think this one was a, a very. When I was going through these earlier, I think this one was one of the tougher categories I looked at. When I really looked at every game, and I was like, I could see an argument for every one of these. Yeah. Okay, uh, Greg. What do we got next? It's the next up is the best multiplayer for outstanding online multiplayer gameplay and design, including co-op and massively multiplayer experiences. Irrespective of game genre or platform, I almost didn't know what that word was. I, this is another one that I found very interesting. Is it just yeah. best multiplayer? And you're gonna see the the games listed are so wildly different. It's, it's a, almost yeah, it's, it's almost unfair to compare games. them. How the hell do you, you got uh... you got Baldur's Gate three, Diablo four, Party Animals, Street Fighter six, and then Super Mario Bros. Wonder. Yeah. Uh, I, I thought what John thought when you look at this, it seems like a very difficult category, but then, you know, I think I know, I know the people and I'm, I'm gunning for this, uh, King Achilles. So I know for a fact, the popular, the people are going to vote for street fighter six as a best multiplayer. Game. <laughs> you you are insane. So, man. You're just actually crazy. I'm going, I'm, go, I'm putting, three I'm putting both the- of mine on Baldur's Gate three. Yes, Baldur's Gate 3 on both of mine. Dang, That's the easiest decision I've ever made in my life. Ever. I guess I just... Yeah, I like don't you know. Said, I, like you said, Vito, the fighting game people don't matter. 
like like my normie meter is often like stuff that is talked about at work like stuff well, that people come up and talk to me about or like i talk to people about and they're interested in like there was a month like august like all the nerds at work were playing Baldur's gate it was right, crazy. but I've never I've never seen that happen before. Are they playing right. it single player or are they playing it multiplayer? Both. Well, I no, see, here's the thing. I don't think Vito was insane for saying Street Fighter Six because it was extremely popular when it came out. Like, you know, kind of Street Fighter Five when it came out it was a real shitter and it took years and years for it to get good. This one came good right out the gate. I don't think he's crazy. I just True. think I think Baldur's Gate is gonna sweep anything in the categories this year. That's just my prediction. I guess I, I just feel... Of that, yeah. I, I know that this is not how these awards work at all, but in my head, I'm like, well, that's going to win game of the year. So, like, it can't win every right. category, right? But, but it doesn't work that way. Up. I know it, I know it yeah. doesn't. But I'm, I'm still... I feel like I have my, my finger on the pulse of the regular, of the everyday man, everyday right. gamer. So your popular is Street Fighter? Fighter? What's yeah. your personal? My personal's party animals. Come on, come on. All man. right, I dig it. Here's the thing, man. Wait, I, your I really personal do. is party animals. You you think party animals is a better multiplayer game than Baldur's Gate? I could. I, I guess kind of. Yeah. Like, well, I mean, it depends what you want from. I mean, because this is such a large. He was you know, part of the Dazzler. It is completely so unfair to, to compare these games. Yeah, I like yeah, that yeah. party animals is a game made explicitly. It's a, it's a fucking it's a party game. It is literally a party game, and they don't make a lot of those. And you know. I think it's very well done. I've actually played a lot of it over Thanksgiving week with uh, family yeah. members. And you know what was cool? I had all kinds of family members playing it. I had uh, older people playing it, and they were getting into it and having fun. Even though Babushka was, fucking, was playing it? Even though I was fucking Damn. roasting their asses. Um, uh, but one, I'm glad that you roasted them. But two, I totally agree with Vito. Just because this, this, this category is so wide. Obviously, Baldur's Gate, you could say, is objectively the better game. But like multiplayer wise, yeah, you can just have eight people join that that don't even have to, you know, yeah, they have to learn three buttons, and they could jump. I think it's in. got crossplay too. I still don't think it's going to win, but I totally, I could see an argument for it, but I just don't. I just I see the tidal wave of Baldur's Gate three, and I can't unsee it. I think my takeaway is that there should be different games in this category. I think it should yeah. focus on party animals type games, you know best party game or something and i could see yeah. you know party animal street fighter and mario bros being in there and maybe not diablo 3 and or diablo 4 and Baldur's gate i just think about like something else. I, it's hard not to contextualize in terms of like how much we play it and how many hours we play and like as a as a group here we we've barely played party animals but we all played Baldur's gate 3 a lot it sounds like you had a lot more game with uh, party animals. I a ton of party with animals with the whole family. It was great. Yeah, and Baldur's Gate cool. 3, obviously, probably the best game here. Uh, and it's got multiplayer, which is amazing. But I really do feel like most people who are playing Baldur's Gate 3 are not playing in multiplayer. People just don't have friends, you know? They're not lucky like that's, us. That's possible. It's definitely possible. I think maybe for, I don't know their financial, maybe they did amazing. I think for our group, Party Animals kind of missed the boat taking so long to come out. I think if it came out, like, oh, yeah. you know, soon after that demo, I think it could have been our lethal company right now or something. You know, we hopped on, you know, on Monday and Tuesday when we had, you know, a bunch of people. Um, yeah. I think it's just missed that. I think that, yeah, it's just for, for us right now, it's not there. I, 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 I see them. I mean, I, I hope they're doing well. You know, I think they're still doing stuff. Yeah, it's kind of funny, too, because I can't really, I think that's the best way to describe it, because I can't really put a better reason for it, for like why. 
party animals hasn't grabbed me as a thing to suggest we play more, you know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Especially after how much Game Beast got played. Yeah. In its early days. And we were fucking hyped as fuck for party animals. I mean we we did like that demo, we did have that experience of like we yeah. just wanted that shit like crack. Oh, oh. Okay, Vito, what do we got next? We got best sports uh, slash racing game. Really glad you guys gave me this this fun category. Yeah, well, we know that this is your your specialty. This is kind of like where you shine. Yeah. Uh, our nominees are EA Sports FC 24, F1 23, Forza Motorsport, Hot Wheels Unleashed 2, Turbocharged, and The Crew Motorfest. Why do we even... uh, I'm gonna hey, <laughs> Hell hey, let, yeah, me just, let me just speed wheels. this category up. I'm gonna kiss the ring uh, and give it to Forza. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm gonna be a wild sure. card. I'm gonna hit Hot Wheels. Hit I'm also going Hot wheels. wheels. I have not played any of these games, so no, no personal vote. But popular uh, is going to Forza Motorsports just because they they just don't seem to die, so they have to be doing something right. I don't know. Yeah, just throw all... on Forza. Okay, yeah. Feeding crayons to the kids. <laughs> Next up, we're gonna do best sim slash strategy. Now, some of these categories are obvious, and some of them are less so. So, pay attention to the to the description. Best game focused on real time or turn based simulation or strategy gameplay, irrespective of platform. This category is <laughs> always the best fun. category. I hate, I hate this category. This is the category where they just throw any games. Yeah, this is the <laughs> like category where I don't one. know, personal or popular, I don't know what the fuck we got. Uh, we got Advanced Wars 1, Plus 2, Reboot Camp, City Skylines 2, Company of Heroes 3, Fire Emblem Engage, and Pikmin 4. This this category should be obvious. This category like, I feel like I, I feel like I should... I feel like, well, no, it's not. That's the thing. But I feel like, I feel like if I had seen these nominees a year ago, not knowing how these games are going to turn out, I would have said, "Oh, it's going to be City Skylines too." Mm. Right, that's that's I the game. They had the launch doo doo, didn't it? Didn't they have some shit going on? It's still, from what I understand, like a. I mean, doo-doo. there's a there's a uh, an article this week about the CEO saying some dumb shit, and and people in the comments were talking about the game, and yeah, people were saying that like. It's just there's a lot of bugs breaking the simulation aspect right now. Well, then Rocky. I'm going to say no personal vote, and I'm going to give the popular vote to my little guys, the Pikmin. Pikmin. <laughs> Look at them over there just straight chilling. Yeah, I'll give it to the little guys, too. Yeah, I'm going to Fire Emblem engage. I, I was also thinking of Fire Emblem. Honestly. I'm going to go Fire Emblem. No one's even heard of that game, and you because guys the dumbest stupid. hair I've ever seen in a game. I don't like. Fire, I didn't like. The, I didn't always think the hair for this well, one man. was a little silly. I actually played uh, Three Houses on the Switch on my brother's. I really Switch. want to play Three game. Houses. Good game. Uh, next up, uh, John. I'm ready this time, boss. We're talking about best family. Uh, right. I don't. You don't even need a vote. It's ours. Boom. For the best you got game, Dusty and the Dazzlers for family Group play. One. Texas Chainsaw. Uh, and we have Disney Illusion Island. What? You know, classic game in our group. Uh, Party Animals. Uh, the Little Guys Are Back with Pikmin 4. Uh, Sonic Superstars. And Super Mario Bros. Wonder. 
I have a popular and a personal for this one. All right, let's hear it, uh, Greg. Yeah. I think it's going to be Super Mario Bros. Wonder. Both of them. For both. You, you played nope. this? I have a, a friend of mine at work mm. who has played this so much, and he has talked to me so much about it. I basically know the game by itself. He's, I've played it through him. I've... Now, uh, judges? Judges? <laughs> don't, I, don't, I don't count it because... <laughs> I get it. And it like I and I feel for you. There's a lot of sympathy I have for that. But like if if I open the floor to I I basically feel like I've played it. That opens the floor to like let's plays and like Twitch streamers mm. and like watching your friends on Discord. I I don't All right. I don't wanna, put an asterisk next door. to mine. Put an asterisk. Put it in. Put an asterisk next to it. That's fair. All right. He just wants it recorded for posterity. Yeah, yeah. I just yeah. want. Oh, uh, yeah. I just want to be like, I told you. Uh, this is tough because I didn't play Super Mario Brothers Wonder, but I, I've heard it's very good. Um, so I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say popular Super Mario Brothers personal party animals. Yeah, I'll okay. follow up uh, on that also. Same. Because I mean, Vito literally said he played it with his family on Thanksgiving. Yeah. Like, I mean, I don't know how. Yeah, it's funny because the other game that was getting played was Super Mario Bros. Wonder. Ooh, okay. Oh, well, yeah. So boom. So are you I'm doing the same Super thing Mario then? You're Bros. doing I'm doing popular Mario Super Mario Bros. I personally didn't play it. I just watched some people play it, and then I'll go right. personal party animals. You put the brain dead in front of Super Mario Brothers, right? Yeah, the game actually looks really cool. Wow! Oh, no, no, and, and no. you know what? I've I I have played only one of these party animals, but I'm not going to vote for it because I don't. I understand it as a family game, but that's not how I experienced it. So right. I think of us like a family, but sure, whatever, Andy. Yeah, yeah kind of weird. That was pretty cool. What do we got, Flask? What's next on the list? It would be best fighting game. Uh, now, designed primarily around head-to-head combat, which is so vague, but <laughs> uh, the, the nominees are God of Rock, Mortal Kombat 1, Nickelodeon All-Star Brawl 2, Pocket Bravery, Street Fighter 6. Yeah, I, I, I think it has to be vague because, like, what are they going to say? <laughs> Primarily around one-on-one combat? Well, that's not just fighting games. Primarily right. around combat involving uh, joystick manipulation and combos? That's not necessarily every fighting game. You know? Yeah, Yeah, I feel like if you put no description for this category, you would have a better idea of what it would should cover, you know? For sure. Uh, my popular, popular is Street Fighter 6. Yeah, Street yeah, Fighter 6. Yeah. Personal, Personal popular vote, Street Fighter. I'm not even going to vote personal. I, I mean, I played it, but I, I, I didn't buy it or nothing. Uh, I um, Yeah, I'll just do popular I, Street Fighter 6. I heard that Nickelodeon game, uh, the new one, is pretty pretty cool. Oh, yeah? yeah what are you going for? Those, all those new characters. Uh, uh, he did popular Street, Street Fighter, Fighter 6, yeah. Oh, okay, sorry. I didn't hear you in the sea of other Street Fighter 6s. Everybody said I was the it, first Street Fighter sure. 6. I was... I was there at the beginning. Greg, what's next? Next is the best role-playing game. Everyone loves those RPGs, right? You got a ball. Go ahead, John. John, I know John's answer for this one. It's going to make me mad, but go ahead, Greg, first. I was just going to say Baldur's Gate 3, Final Fantasy 16, Sea of Stars, Starfield and uh, Lies of uh, P. <laughs> now, here's I your thing. I, I want to skip, skip over. That just to, just to <laughs> yeah. say it last. That's a good bit. 
Uh, if we're going by Greg rules, I have played all of these games. I've watched, I've watched probably more Lies of P gameplay than anybody here because I've watched everybody's. That's true. God, um, you know more about yeah, Lies of P than any, any yeah. individual. I am dialed in. Yeah, it's got to go to the gate, right? I mean, it's an RPG. Yeah, it's this is another one of those the messed up game. categories. It's going to the gate. I th- my popular is Baldur's Gate three, but it's all every year. It's also like, what is an RPG? You know, they also include MMOs in the description, but none of yeah. these games are MMOs. Uh, yeah. I mean, I'll, I'll vote for Baldur's Gate, both uh popular and personal. Uh, I love Lies of P so far, but yeah, is, does this really? I it's guess a hard it's category. A, it's how yeah, much. It's Character customization it's is not that much. Day. It's more like just it's it's an action. It's RPG, just what you know? yeah. I mean, it's uh, it's definitely heavy on the action. There's not like a you know, it's got the same amount of customization and RPG elements as like any modern action game. You know what I mean? Right. Maybe even less than a game like God of War. Like I wouldn't call God of War an RPG. I, I think Sea of Stars is. I mean, I haven't. Don't know much about it, John. You've recently started playing it, but feels like it being nominated is good enough for Sea of Stars. Like that's that's the indie nod. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's not going to win. I'll tell you that. Uh, not that it's bad or anything. I'm playing it right now and I'm enjoying it. I was playing it right up until we we started the pod. Um, but it's just obviously it's not in the league of, of Baldur's Gate three. Uh, yeah, Starfield. Tough. I played it. I fucking played a lot of it. And then the second I was done, I haven't thought about it since. I haven't, like, oh, maybe I'll do another one. I don't know. I'm done until maybe some DLC or something comes out. Uh, Final Fantasy, I beat it. Had cool boss fights. That's about all I can say about it. I know, actually, they had really cool boss fights. I, I really want to play it. I wish uh, it so, yeah, Baldur's Gate 3, both, both votes. Uh, yeah. Uh, Starfield has been interesting. I feel like just recently, it. I really started seeing the, there was, even on release, I think that there was, it had its fair amount of detractors for a Bethesda game, maybe more so than normal, but especially recently, it feels like it's just now the mainstream opinion that, or it's becoming the mainstream opinion that Starfield is a pretty uh, empty and uh, less, less impactful RPG than Bethesda has made before. It's been reduced to like mixed reviews on Steam. Yeah. Uh, who do we got next? Is it is it, is it me with uh? I pray it's not me. It's Vito. It's me. Best action adventure game. Uh, we've got Alan Wake Two, Marvel Spider Man Two, Resident Evil Four, Star Wars Jedi Survivor, and Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. Gosh, tough category. Kind of weird category. Yeah, very weird category. Uh, I think Resident Evil 4 is a strong contender. It's going up against the juggernauts, though. And it's also got the whole does a remake count thing going against it. I mean, it's nominated, so it counts. But, you know. Does it count in our hearts? Getting into the mind of the jury here. Yeah. I mean, it's one of those things where. Sorry, Vito. You can go on. This is one of those things where, like, if I had played more of the games in this list, like I, I did play RE4 and Zelda, but if I had played maybe Alan Wake 2 or 
I don't, I don't know. Maybe I would think differently. I'm going Resident Evil 4 on both of mine. Um, because I liked that the best of the games I played here, but is R indeed Cyber Psycho? I don't know. I, I also uh, feel like I I feel bad because I I wish I played more of these games. I own Survivor. I will play Alan Wake too. I just haven't gotten around to it. It would help me make a better decision. But I'm gonna go with Tears of the Kingdom. Popular vote. Uh shit. I think it's it's crazy because like I. Yeah, Zelda is an action adventure game, but it just feels w- like a weird category for it to be in, and I can't quite explain why. Um, but I'm gonna, you know, kiss the ring again. I'm going. I'm giving it to Zoldar. Uh, my personal is RE4. Uh, I'm yes. gonna go personal. Alan Wake, because I okay. just beat it the other day, and that game is. And I played all of these except for Resident Evil Four, uh, which I watched most of you play. Uh, no shade, Resident Evil Four. I just, uh, I just don't give a shit about you. So it gets a little <laughs> bit of shade. <laughs> I, I played the two. I, I just played a the, little bit. I bought the two remake. I loved it. I bought seven. I bought eight. I enjoyed them both. Just four. I don't know, man. I don't give a shit. Uh, but anyway, so yeah, I played Spider Man recently, and I, I mean, it, I thought it was just fine, man. It's all right. Uh, Jedi Survivor, pretty solid, but. You know, and I think that, and, and this is why I, we're going to come into it later. I don't think Zelda's going to win Game of the Year. Like, you remember when Zelda did come out, it was fucking everywhere, dude. It was on the news. I heard it's him huge. talking about it on NPR. Like, yeah, Zelda dude, it, was it, huge. It, it's easy. It was just, You're right. It, and it's easy to forget because that was, uh, what was that, March? February? It was, yeah, it was just, early in the year. It was March, yeah. May, around there. Uh, so I think, yeah, some people are going to be forgetting that. So, popular vote, uh, Zelda, personal vote, Alan Wake 2. Right to that. Okay. Uh, I I don't think I have anything down for Greg yet. Uh, yeah. My personal and popular are both Zelda. Are you kidding me? Uh, I I fucking love that. We were on vacation and I was literally playing that game in the fucking living room. I love that game. It was. Vita, did you have a personal vote for this one? Uh, I feel weird having a personal. Like, I, I, yeah, the only game I played was Resident Evil 4. It was a great game, but. Um, I don't know that I would vote for that if I played like those other two games that I do want to play. Okay, I was genuinely upset when I they said they were making more de- more content for Tears of the Kingdom. I'm pretty confident. I would even go to say I will wager a past King of Keighley trophy. To say what? that when you guys play Alan Wake Two, you're like, yeah, that was better than Resident Evil Four. Oh, I, I believe. I'm so excited. Be- I believe it. Also, yeah, did you guys see like when skimming through the the categories? Is Alan Wake Two the most nominated game this year? It's like in every fucking category. It's in a lot. It's in a lot of them, and I think it deserves it. I was looking through these earlier, and I said, "Good." For, I don't think it's going to win Game of the Year because Baldur's Gate Three is going to crush everything. But I seen a lot of other stuff, and I was like, "Fuck yeah, dude!" I'm super psyched to play. Honestly, if it wasn't released on the Epic Store, I would have played it. Yeah, well, you know, Greg now. got us to download Fortnite, so I already had the Epic Store downloaded and up, so I was yeah. like, fuck it, dude, I'm just gonna buy it. I have it too! You know what? It's nothing. It's absolutely nothing to just right? download it on a, another app, but I just have, like, a brain block. Yeah, I know like, what I'm you not, mean. I'm not gonna like, do it. I, I, I it's, it's, it's weird, it. like, uh, we have a buddy of ours who was talking about how he's just gonna pirate it, and it's like, I can't help but nod along and be like, yeah, I mean, that makes sense. Even though I don't want that to be the answer, because it's a, probably a great game that deserves money, but you know, I'm, I'm not gonna lie. I've, I've thought about the high seas for this one. 
Yeah, it's, it's great. I think you guys are really going to enjoy it. Only thing is, like, you know, if I want to play it on the Steam Deck, I can't. If I buy right, it, on yeah, that that store, is, so, that's you know. an actual. Yeah. I mean, I don't want to get into a whole Steam Deck conversation, but is there genuinely no way you could do that? I feel like that community. I would have to download kind of Windows again, which I had downloaded. It was fine. It worked, but I would have to do that again because I actually right. deleted it, and it was just, it's just annoying to switch to to boot up the deck in Windows like when you specifically want to play a game on Windows. It's kind of annoying. So yeah, I, I could see that. Would oh, you I want to play Alan Wake 2 on Steam Deck? No, or? I don't know, but it's just the thought. You know what I mean? Like having my nice little Steam library with all my games in sure. one spot. In, I don't want insert to quote from a, Insert quote from David Lynch talking about watching Twin Peaks on a phone screen. Yeah. I'm going to watch Twin Peaks on my Steam Deck. <laughs> don't, don't tell David that. Um, okay, next I think is me. Best action game now this is the contrast best action adventure this is uh for the best game in the action genre focused primarily on combat that's always been the distinction is that the other one is like adventure and exploration and this is the the combat yeah, action no adventure no adventures don't you think they yeah, should yeah, just no call this wrong. the action category and the other one the adventure category they probably should i don't know why why it has to be you know why why they have to use genre names that are that are confusing legal yeah. jargon maybe because then they'd have to include like adventure games like like walking simulator event those count as adventure games maybe right True. those don't have action right what is an adventure yeah hey, <laughs> like, my brother. we got armored core six fires of rubicon dead island 2 ghost runner 2 hi-fi rush and remnant 2 i'm going no po- no no uh personal I haven't played any of these um popular armored core same definitely armored core definitely armored core i'm gonna give popular to armored core or yeah popular armored core but personal i'm also doing armored core because you guys know me i love shitting on these FromSoft games but i this one is is pretty much who i am you know but they got me with this one i i enjoyed it i didn't even know you played it i guess i forgot you played it that's cool i didn't beat it yeah I'd also cool. like to do I only did one play. I didn't go crazy. Sick. I didn't like it wasn't Alex. I didn't S rank every mission, but yeah, I went through. I didn't play any except for Hi Fi Rush, but I am actually gonna tag that for my personal uh just because I think it has a cool Hi Fi Rush? Yeah. I think it has okay. a cool gameplay. Well, uh, I don't uh, have votes from Vito. Yeah. This is a really fucking hard one. I I'm gonna maybe throw away a vote here. I'm gonna go for remnant too. For popular? That's throwing away. For, for, yeah, for popular. I don't have a personal. I haven't played any. I've seen some hype for it. I, I've I seen a lot of hype for it. it. That's why um, I, that's what I'm going for. It doesn't yeah, look very appealing I, to me, but uh Okay, well that's just because you're wrong. It's probably a really cool game. I got it downloaded now, in fact. I don't know. Yeah, those, they came to Game Pass. I don't know, Andy. I don't know, dude. Yeah, they came to Game Pass like yesterday. Good nominees all around there. We have uh next John. We got best VR and AR for the best game experience. Yeah, you're, you're, one yes, you're, you heard it here. VR is still a thing. Yeah, we play it all the time sometimes. <laughs> yeah. well, perfectly said, actually. Go on. Uh, yeah, for the best uh, game experience playable in virtual or augmented reality. And the, the nominees, and this is kind of embarrassing because 
I don't even yeah. know. I actually didn't think VR was dead until reading this nominee right. list. <laughs> we have Gran Turismo 7, which I'm assuming is AR, right? They're like, like, like steering wheels and stuff and like you know, oh, little you know, maybe. shifters, maybe? Uh, uh, I don't know. Uh, Horizon, Call of the Mountain. Humanity, which I think was actually advertised like last Game Awards or one of those shows. I remember seeing this game like, you know, on, on one of these live streams. Mm-hmm. Uh, Resident Evil Village VR mode, which I didn't even know it was real, and Synapse. Never heard of Synapse, or maybe I have and I immediately forgot. Oh, I feel like a hater. I didn't even know VR or Resident Evil Village had a VR mode. It could be cool. Yeah, Kurt I don't know if that. I knew that. Village VR sounds really cool. I mean, I'm gonna is it, is it one of those things that's locked to like mode. PlayStation or something? Or oh, I wouldn't be. Oh, oh yeah, probably. Probably. Is, probably yeah. Is. I don't even know what to vote popular. I, I I haven't played. I don't know. I don't know. I'm gonna I'm, go popular Gran Turismo. <laughs> I, I don't I'm gonna popular village. Yeah, put me on village. Yeah, well, this is a kind of like village. a sad nominee list. Like we have your. Why aren't there? Why have people abandoned it? What's, what's going on? Well, I mean, a lot of the games that we play, you know, we play some early access games like Breakin, um, Legendary Tales. Well, we haven't played in a little while. Uh, VR. Did you say Grand Turismo, John. I said Grand Turismo, yeah. Okay. Um, and I said Village as well. Okay. I guess I just expected larger leaps in VR titles, like since like Alex came out, you know. Right. Well, uh, I mean, that's still, I would say, the the most like yeah, number one fleshed out VR game or most AAA type game. Maybe, and not that I've played everything, I could be totally wrong, but did I have played? Maybe we'll see something when the like new tech comes out. Yeah, well, I mean, I think the game. Uh, I think like that game, Humanity. I don't remember exactly, but it, it was more of a puzzle game. But uh, it, it did look fun. I, I just didn't. It's just hard. It's very hard for me. If I'm getting in VR, I'm, I'm exclusively going to be playing a multiplayer game. Um, besides Half Life Alex, the only exception to that. I I don't like just sitting in VR like by myself. You know, with like not interacting with other people. It, it's just very it's not fun to me yeah if i'm mm-hmm. gonna be in vr i need to be in the back in the parking lot of a kmart with my boys exactly that's all it is and it's not a vr thing i mean that's well maybe it is because i actually really like single player games yeah i don't know i think a lot of people are like that too that like a lot of people have a hard time being in vr to play single player games i, I definitely do Right, what else Vito, I'm still waiting on your vote. Oh, Vito. On me? Uh, I, I said with Greg, uh, Village. Village. Okay. Uh, next we have Flask. It's the best mobile game. Play oh, one great. mobile category. Uh, Final Fantasy VII Ever Crisis. Hello Kitty Island Adventure. I don't know why I said that weird. Hello Kitty Island Adventure. Honkai Star Rail. Monster Hunter Now. And Terra Nil. Everybody, just follow my lead on this one. It's yeah, gonna. I'm writing the star, star rail. rail. It's yeah. gonna be the star rail. I remember hearing that's about that game. That's just thinking. It's, hearing about game. There's a lot of people who said it was really cool, and I found it was a mobile game, and I lost interest. But it's just Genshin Impact with a, for a new coat of paint. Don't let them deceive you. Right, Thanks, I'll, Greg. I, I genuinely yeah. would have been lost without. I, was I gotta tell you, I, I was I was gonna go Monster Hunter now, but Greg, he said I was also gonna go Monster Hunter now. Isn't it like Pokemon? How is that? 
but Pokemon Go uh, and Monster Hunters? I, listen, I'm an avid Monster Hunter player, and I haven't even touched it. I don't care. Yeah, but it, like, say, I guess asking you is pointless because you haven't touched it, but do you know what it, people are, how people are receiving that? No, I, that's exactly, I've never, <laughs> I haven't heard anything about it, so it uh, can't yeah, be, I don't think it's that good. Well, then I guess I'll go uh, Star Rail. I'll go Hawkeye. Okay, next. The we best community have, support? Uh, uh, yeah, Greg, okay. Sorry, I have like three tabs I need to fl- keep flipping back and forth. Don't worry, so I know I, I'm always I after Flask, you're good. Okay, as long as everybody knows their place, then I, I won't need a reference back. Uh, the, but the, yeah, the best place. community support for recognizing a game, for outstanding community support, transparency and responsiveness, inclusive of social media activity and game updates and patches. Um. You got Baldur's Gate 3, you got Cyberpunk 2077, Destiny 2, Final Fantasy 14, and No Man's Sky. Uh, now, I'm going to say quite a crazy hot take here, but I don't think Final Fantasy 14 should be up there. I don't think Cyberpunk should be up there either. Fuck no. Well, yeah. Destiny true. 2 that, certainly that, that should. That's also true. Yeah, so I'm going to jump the gun. I'm going to say popular vote. Baldur's Gate 3, because Larian has been nothing but, like, you know, these patches and talking with people and adding things that people have, you know, suggested. Um, Yeah, same same for me for that reason. Yeah. PG3. Double same. same. Yeah, throw me on there. Uh, does anybody have a personal opinion? I mean, I, I like, I kind of want to feel personal about it. Baldur's too much, Gate, I, but it's like, I don't know, it's, it's like the game's only been out a few months, like, it, I don't want like, to... It makes sense to me why I could justify it. Like I said, you know, to listen to the fans, but like me personally, I don't know. I'm not like a a person who really cares about that too much. So I guess yeah. Yeah, I would it, care. It's, I would care about that if it's like a year on and they're still doing that kind of shit. But it's you're like, are, God, you're like you know? glossing over their early access. Like this is the t- this is the time for them to be you know noted for their their early access support. You know what I mean? Like the, uh, the I, I have a weird. I have a weird. Go ahead. Sorry, finish your thought. Uh, no, nah, that was that. Was just the players who played early access and you know gave feedback shaped the final release of the game. I mean, they definitely changed a lot based on early feedback. I feel like now is the time to kind of. Uh, I, I don't know, but like, I agree with that. All that, by the way, but in the context of this award, does it make sense that you would give best community support to a game that was in early access? I don't think that maps on very well because, like, if you if if you decide to release a game in early access, responding to what the players want and then finishing the game in a better state is the point of early access, and you're you're also being paid to do it. It's not like you're going out of your way and like doing the good guy thing. You're not doing anything special. Mm-hmm. You're just doing your job. You I think I mean? that's totally valid, except the landscape right now is that most games are releasing in early access and they're not all beacons of community support. You know what I mean? Uh, and I think this one stands out. Um, that's also, fair. Totally fair. But I, I th- what you said, yeah, that is the, the, the deal with early access. That's what you're supposed to do. That That's totally valid. Um, but, but I, I, think, I know, you know Destiny what? 2 and No Man's Sky have been applauded for their community sport over the years. <laughs> so those could also, uh, you know, I just don't follow those games. 
<laughs> I think especially, and I don't know if this weighs into the, probably doesn't weigh into the voting or I don't know if it's already over or not, but I mean, with this patch that's coming out now, I mean, this seems like a pretty fucking substantial patch, you know what I mean? Like an epilogue? Like, that's like completely new oh, yeah. content being added. Uh, At the same time, uh, one could argue sweet. that, like, like, I don't think that our community friends really have these complaints, but, like, especially on Reddit, people were, like, fucking pissed off there wasn't already an epilogue. And like talking about how they yeah, can find they files can and fucking, files and stuff. Wow, it's I like, can't believe it. They were overreacting and complaining. Blow and me, dude. They have people that be never happy. They're not gonna be happy till they get the upper part of uh, fucking Baldur's Gate and. and dude, I don't want to go on about Baldur's Gate more, but like, I was so happy when like we played Act Three, and I found that Reddit was just wrong. And uh, I mean, at least for my taste, that like I totally disagreed with the with. The the what well, seemed like a mainstream take for a minute that Act Three started feeling rushed. I thought it was perfect. Oh, it was it's the longest, meatiest, most interesting act. Uh, yeah, I don't know what the hell. I was thinking the same thing when I finished that. Um, I think people just—it's probably like mostly early access players who like got way too obsessive about it and were like looking into like, oh, but this file just showed up. I bet that means they're going to do this. You know what I mean? And like they, maybe the game became so big in their heads. Um, I know we're, we, I know we all know this and maybe have said this a bunch of times already, but this pisses me off. That's cyberpunk. Come on, you're up for an award. Oh, yeah, I'm glad you said that. Like, <laughs> you should not be but up for an award. But see, it's, the thing is, it's community sports, it's not about the game's quality, it's about how no, they react. It's not well, like they, it's, it's not, they spent. They had the worst launch in like video game history and then just did their best to fix the game so that it was playable. That's not community support. Come on. The game should have been released in a playable and stable state. Amen. Like releasing one DLC is not a paid DLC. Is I not mean, community support. I, I'm with you, but I do feel like I want to recognize that like there, there is some achievement in how well they turned around the public opinion and in my opinion made the game better i think the game 2.0 plays like a totally different game than 1.0 and i think it's like better in like almost every way uh, all the ways that they touched is it, just straight up better like it's good it's That's great not, work that they if did you remember but, I, but but uh, but i agree I, I would not call that good community support i would go that kind of on the same lines of like the early access thing like they literally just did their job and they did it well but like they didn't like go above and beyond and they also yeah. like canceled uh, a multiplayer, like the entire multiplayer feature, and like you know, yeah, they, it's, it's they they reduced the scope of what they were doing pretty significantly. Exactly, uh, I and think they, if and, the game and, and also like it took like two years to come out, like the update to fix it. Yeah, if the game came out in the state that we believed it was going to come in, they would have, you know, I, I'm willing to believe that they would have had more resources instead of putting out fires. They would have had more content. Yeah, they would have had a multiplayer. Um, I mean, if, if you remember the way that game released, like it's not very hard to make that better. It was yeah. fucking terrible in so many ways, like laughably bad. So I just, it pisses me off. It's like, come on, you should not be up for an reward. You should be admonished so that this never happens again. I, I think I mean? the problem with categories like this is that it often rewards, or it's more notable for a studio to overcome controversy and adversity and initial poor reception, initial failures 
it's more notable and remarkable that they overcome that. And that's why they end up on these kinds of lists. Cause it's like, Ooh, we noticed yeah. that they got better, yeah. you know, it's easier but, to but notice. It's, it's almost like you're going to be pissed off because cyberpunk might win because a lot of people are going to vote for it just because the DLC was really good. The DLC oh, yeah. that you pay for, mind you, like it's yeah. paid content, but like they're going to conflate the, the highs of the DLC with the, the genuine, the genuine good that is 2.0 update, which is, you don't have to pay for it. You know, it's, it's a weird kind of like marketing thing almost when there's uh, we spend plenty of other studios like larian that have done well from the jump and they're just yeah, not acknowledged yeah. as much absolutely uh, just just real i i know we've talked about this yeah, no, no, you're good, you're real, good. real quick just final comment the summary of my thoughts is that it pisses me off that this game's up for an, a reward because you know all of the good done in releasing you know a 2.0 patch that fixed the game every the the, the bad shit that they've done to the entire industry by releasing the game in the state that they did, you know, washes that out completely. You know what I mean? I think it, when they release the game in that state and now they're winning rewards, uh, they signal to other, you know, greedy developers that you could release games in a fucking shitty state and then just go fix them later. And then you'll get a, an award at the end of the year. In my, eye, you know, maybe that's an exaggeration, but well, it does guess. happen often. It happens all the time. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It happens often, yeah. I don't. I don't think that's that's a huge exaggeration. I don't look into it that deep on this one, um, but I, I don't blame you for that view. Absolutely. Next up, we got Flask. I think Flask. Is it? Or, no, uh, no, I'm sorry, I got caught up. I believe that's. Is that's it Greg? Me. Who did community support? <laughs> Was it me? I think it was Greg did community support. And you know what? Here, no, Flash, do, Flash, did, Flash, did, Flash did mobile. I remember that. I did. Yeah. It. And then Greg, uh, Greg did community support. So yeah, it's you. Sorry. Yeah, uh, Ooh, best debut. This is best debut indie game. This, this is another year where there's yes, there's there's two categories: best indie and best debut indie. So this is best debut for the best debut game created by a new independent studio. A new. Um. We got Cocoon from Geometric Interactive, Dredge from Black Salt, Pizza Tower from Tor to Pizza, Venba, Vsi Games, and Viewfinder from Sad Owl Studios. Uh, Vito, Pizza I do Tower's appreciate you. Really uh, Tour to Pizza. <laughs> they are. Uh, I was going to say, Vito, I, I do appreciate you listing the studio names on this one. We, we, we won't do that for every category. I do think it's yeah, appropriate it's for the indie categories. Yeah. Um, honestly, what there's a couple games here that I that I've uh, heard of, and a couple, and and at least one I even played. Um, but it's got to be Pizza Tower for me. That's that's the the popular one. I disagree. You know, really? Uh, and and well, okay. What? And I was just gonna say I'm personal. I'm not gonna vote for it, but I did play the demo of Viewfinder. And I really enjoyed the demo, but uh, my my um, estimation of, of from what I heard of the actual game was that it was uh, a little. Uh, most of the innovation was in the demo, and like hmm. it was pretty easy. Uh, still very cool, of course. More of an artistic piece than a puzzle game, but I might be wrong. Okay. That uh, that just yeah. some takes. I remember uh, getting the impression. Uh, uh, I'm going to say Bozu. I thought it was, it was the sickest demo. I did want to play it, but then when it came out, I think it was like a 
don't quote me, but like a thirty dollar game. And yeah, it was it was for pretty a game steep. like that. I wasn't gonna pick it up. Uh, so yeah. Uh, um, but you, heard, you had some consternation. What were you gonna say for? Uh, I, I mean, I'll go personal Pizza Tower. That is the only game I played here, but I do really like Pizza Tower. Um, it's just a very fun, unique vibe, and uh, it also is a great game on the Steam Deck. Uh, but I've heard uh, a lot of praise for Dredge. Same. And that's also a game yeah. that, like, if you own a Steam Deck, like, in the top five games people recommend, Dredge is always one of them. Um, yeah, so okay. I'll say Dredge. Dredge so those, those, Pizza Tower person. Th- those were the three that uh, I thought were the running. Cocoon, Dredge, and Pizza Tower. Yeah, I haven't gotten a real crush on uh, Cocoon, whereas I have heard a lot of praise about Dredge, so I'm going to go Dredge. Didn't, John, didn't you play Cocoon? Am I, am I bugging? I think I you played, played Dredge. Played both Cocoon and Dredge. Oh, okay. and I well, watched your, a lot of your Pizza take Tower. Um, I, best debut indie. You know, I'm not, so my popular vote is going to be Dredge because I did hear a lot of Hullabaloo, and if I had a personal vote, I'm not going to cast one, but I would go for Pizza Tower because I played Dredge, and I did like what I played, but I kind of fizzled out like. I would say halfway through the game, and I was like, I'm kind of bored with this. I don't know. I, I did not okay. dig it as much as other people did. I, I did see the critical acclaim it got. And while I watched you guys play Pizza Tower, I, I think there was other games going on at the time, but I was like, you know, this is straight up Wario Land, and, you know, they're not making those anymore. So it is definitely on my list to play. It would have been my personal vote. Give me a personal asterisk. Give me a Greg asterisk next to I was going to say, Tower. just put that. Oh, you want a Greg play, asterisk? All right. Yeah. I'll give you Greg asterisk. But uh, I'll say popular dredge. Cocoon is fun. Oh, I liked yeah. it. Um, I, that's all I can say. I mean, it was just fun and I liked it. <laughs> all right. <laughs> uh, so, Flask, I heard you saying some stuff, but I'm not sure where you landed. Where are you feeling? Dredge for uh, popular. Right at that. Okay. Um, Greg. Dredge for popular. I like the look of that wow. game. It's cool. That's, Dredge is so that's cool. cool. I mean, it's a nice uh, fishing game. It's evil. That, that's cool. I mean, I've heard of Dredge. It, it's been on the radar a little bit, but I, I really feel like I just, you know, Pizza Tower is almost like this year's cat game in the sense that, like, I just, when it came out, I, I saw my friends playing it. I, kept, I could not stop reading about it. Like, everybody was loving Pizza Tower. I, I, did I didn't feel off. that about I didn't feel that about any of these others, even though uh, I've heard very cool things about Cocoon and Dredge. I hope Pete's power with. Next off uh, is me for best independent game for outstanding creative and technical achievement in a game made outside the traditional publisher system, which there's actually quite a bit of controversy about this one. Yeah. so what's I'll start with the all the games that were in the category before. We got Cocoon, Dredge, Viewfinder, Pizza Tower, and uh, what was the other one? You can go fuck yourself, I guess. You are uh, <laughs> <laughs> something like that. Venga, Venda, Venba, Venba. Right. Maybe. We and we also have Sea of Stars by Sabotage. This Studio. is a uh, a rigged vote, by the way. I and Dave the right. Diver. By Mint Rocket. Now, this is a very controversial thing right now. I mean, I'm I'm well, I'm exaggerating it, but I was reading about it before this. That Dave the Diver, made by Mint Rocket, is a 
small subsidiary of Nexon, which is one of the largest publishers in the world. I think like the largest publisher in Korea or something like that. Yep. Uh, they're, they are a huge company. It's ba- it, it, this game may have not had AAA dollars go into it, but there's a company that produces AAA games. Um, so it's, then- it's, a, <laughs> it's weird to have David Diver here. Well, then Keeley clapped back and was like, it's about right, the spirit I... of the thing or something like that. Well, Keeley, Keeley said, I mean, to be fair, Keeley's answer was very political and he did not give a take. He basically said, there's a lot of ways you can define it uh, and, and what's considered. In, and he basically said in the movies industry, it's, it's a lot more queer. What's considered an independent movie is below a certain defined budget line. But in the gaming industry, it's always been looser about whether independent means that you're outside of, like you're not part of a giant publisher or whether you just don't have a lot of money going into it. Um, but ultimately, he said, so we let the jurors decide what it means. Well, mm-hmm. let me let me throw you this. Let me throw you guys a little quandary. Would you consider Star Citizen an indie game? Well, certainly Actually, not. yes. <laughs> yes. Oh, Star, Star, right? Sorry, Star Citizen, not Starfield. No, no. Yeah. Star Citizen. I mean, yeah, Star Citizen, Star Citizen yeah, is, yeah. Is, is, a, is a grassroots crowdfunded game by a, by a non-publisher-backed company. Like, it kind of goes yeah, to prove like, money doesn't really matter. It's about where you came from. It's, it, I, I kind of think so. Like, I, in my mind, indie is much more about clout than anything. Um, no, I I don't know. It's like a complicated formula, right? Like, I have right. a hard time calling calling Baldur's Gate three an indie, an indie game. Like, even though Larian is a homegrown, did their built themselves up. They're not one of the big guys, right? Crowdfunded, you know, Divinity two. Well, but I, I do right. think now that being said, well, I think Baldur's Gate three is a typical is the prototypical example because I just remember this figure. I remember reading is that if you count Dave the Diver as an indie. You have to count Baldur's Gate 3 as an indie game because the company that produces Dave the Diver has 15 times the employees of Larian. So I don't know. It's it's a very weird category. Just real but, quick. And I would accept Speedy in this one. I, yeah, I would too. I would accept him maybe even more than uh, Dave the Diver. I wouldn't want it in this category, but I, I would accept it if it was. Just to help me understand this a little more. Why, I isn't the relationship between publishers and developers? It's like different game to game. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, sure, yeah. The, Mint Rocket is it, the it, developer. It you know, I mean, like, Mint Rocket no, no, seems no, no, no. like a it, very small, independent developer, and the game, I guess, got picked up but, by Nexon. But, but did the publisher? I mean, I guess. In in one you, relationship, you, you are but- correct, but that's 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 not how all relationships work. Take for example, PlayStation Studios, PlayStation Sony being the publisher, uh, mm-hmm. own a certain amount of studios like Naughty Dog. Naughty Dog gets all their money from Sony, and you know they just kind of do whatever they want with Sony dollars. That that's a pub- that's a situation where the publisher owns the right. developer. Um, there are also situations you're right, like. Uh, developers shop around to different publishers for different games. I think that's a, a, that, in my opinion, that, that, that happens often. Least... You know what I mean? Like where yeah, a small developer might yeah. shop it to a larger publisher. I don't think that makes it 
not an indie game. I mean, yeah, I guess, it, yeah, like you said earlier, it's a weird formula because if that publisher's funneling money into a, you know, a project, then that changes things. But I guess we don't know. Do we know that much about, you know, did Nexon fund Dave the Diver? They Nexon literally owns Mint Rock. You know what I mean? So oh, I, they 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 uh, okay. We don't we don't know we don't know their internal like how I they can say allocate this. resources. But has anybody I mean, played the game? No, uh, I own it on no. the Steam Deck, and I played it a little bit. Um, All right, well, I have also played it. Played it more than a little bit, but not a lot. I could play the game, and you could have told me, you know, it was made by you know a small group of people, like probably most of the other games were, and I I wouldn't have known the difference. So if it's like the spirit of like you know if like I don't know, and it's not really what an indie game is, but if you, if it's what you imagine an indie game would be. Yeah, and then I would say Dave the Diver is. But like, I don't. I guess I don't I see how money, like, I don't see the money when I'm playing Dave the Diver. You know what I mean? Right. Like, yeah, but I you could know, spend maybe, a lot of money being, to make it look like that. You know what I mean? Like, I suppose. But the systems are I, not like super complicated. Really not. Game. I can, I can see that argument. It's just more like, I don't know. It's like, I get it. This is a, this is an award show. Like, you want to highlight who should win this based on the merits of the game and all. So it's, it's kind of like a weird thing. Like mm. could a triple a company just start churning? Not that these awards matter that much, but like could a triple a company just start churning out games that have indie vibe and kind of like even just out compete like indie developers. And all of a sudden this category in 10 years is just Bethesda's whatever, you know, I, I don't think well, it's really, I do. Go. I do want to give credit, but you, but you, but you know what I mean? Like, I, I'm sorry, I don't want to shit on David Diver because I've heard very good things. I, I say it is more than just any vibe. I really do. I mean, yeah. it is going to be my popular vote or my personal vote for okay. this. Okay, uh, that's fine. Yeah, but but knowing what I do know too. now, I I I guess overall, no, I don't think it should be on the list. Now that it is on the list, I got to vote for it. Um, um, my popular all that time. Uh, you what? I was just going to say, in all that time, I really hadn't even considered the, the answer to this, but go ahead. Oh, <laughs> my pop is going to be a Sea of Stars. I am going to agree. Dave's got a lot going. Dave's also got like some weird, like, negative controversy to it. And also, I bought Dark and Dark, so I want next on the list. Uh, Greg. <laughs> 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 All right, oh, Vito. Left. Um, I, someone tell me. I uh, go see a stars. I guess I don't know anything about that game. I don't. Uh, no, no. I'm sorry. Uh, no, uh, <clears throat> just yeah. I'll just see a stars. I guess I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I'm, you, I'm enjoying it. Um, go on. No, no, We were waiting for you, Greg. We already called. Well, I was actually here, and my mic was off. You were calling you. I was telling Vito to shut up. Yeah, I heard. I'm just gonna say. Uh, my game's dredge because I don't think Dave the Diver is gonna win because of that negative controversy with I it. I'm not shit about that. I that is holding it back, and you you just didn't think. Okay, uh, next up, John, what do you got? Yes, uh, best ongoing game. This is awarded to a game for outstanding development of ongoing content that evolves the player experience 
over time. I'm gonna lose my <laughs> fucking mind. We, we are not allowed to. We are not allowed to have the same argument again. We're not. Uh, we're, yeah, we're, we, we were not. It was too long. But... It was way too long. Uh, no, no, it was, for one time it was fine. Two times it'd be too long. Nominees are Apex Legends, Cyberpunk 2077, Final Fantasy 14, Fortnite, and Genshin Impact. Boy, it's got to be Fortnite. Yeah, put me down for a popular Fortnite personal. I don't care. Uh, uh, Greg, tell me where to go. I was like, all right, because I'm probably the closest that has experience with all of these games, personal True. and popular. I'm going with Fortnite. Fortnite battle, babe. If uh, I like, a, I and I've said it every, I say it every time. Um, <clears throat> right now, Fortnite is doing their OG season. It's ending this weekend. Um, it's basically them every. They've been going through like the first season and it's like every week they add new shit every week or every time they update something with Fortnite, they add all these new stuff they do brand new things i think it's so cool it's one of the main reasons i play that game is because i like all the new stuff they do i like seeing all that new uh the new tech they do with unreal 5 so it's got to be i think it's going to be Fortnite. yeah it's funny i had Fortnite written down before we started talking just because of greg's sort of behavior over the past like year at least like it's well, it's crazy yeah, like, it's mean, not, I'm not this is the year play- that john played it yeah that's true only for 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 greg's birthday i see you playing it when he's not around yeah it's actually well that part's true not the not around part though uh, I will say, just just you know, a, a little Fortnite take for uh, you know best ongoing to sweeten the deal. They just added uh, Eminem to uh, Fortnite yesterday. <laughs> Why? So, Which Eminem? What's Eminem doing? Which Eminem? Uh, oh, they've actually at, and I'm not even gonna lie, they've had the three different Eminems. You know, it, it's what, we're close to the holidays, and my mind immediately went to like the Eminems Christmas, like you know, commercial. You <laughs> need to exist. psychiatric. I they added like the yellow, the yellow Eminem. <laughs> they might be Who's in next? Fortnite, and I don't know yet. It's me. That's Games uh, for Impact ways. is the next category. Thought-provoking game with a pro-social meaning or message. We have A Space for the Unbound, Chance of Sinar, Goodbye Volcano High, Chia, Terra Nil, and Venba. What does it say about uh, us that I'm gonna, I was I'm gonna just going to say those exact <laughs> words, I'm going to speak for everybody here. You know, I'm just going to go ahead and open everyone's mouth. What does it say about us that none of us have played any of these games? This well, Played or heard of any? I We know actually, Goodbye I've, Volcano I've High because of, of the trailer. I've, I've heard of Goodbye Volcano High, and I've heard of Terran. You've heard of them. I said play. Yeah, I was just going to get to Vito. Yeah, right, Flash, which, which one did you play, Flash? My actually is. I, I actually did play Venba. It's really, really short. Um... So that's going to be my personal event, but just because I played it and it's it's moderately it impactful, impactful enough to, to be on this category. So that's why I'm giving it my personal. My popular is actually going to be a space for the Unbound. I played the demo of that uh, back during one of the next fests, and it seemed like it could evolve into something that is impactful. So I'm going to give that the popular because for all I know, it is. Are we going to Volcano High? Yeah, I'm going to say goodbye. Volcano I'm gonna say high. goodbye, Volcano High, only because we've seen it at like two award shows or something, or two like that. And I like the name. I don't. I, I feel like since the day I this game was goodbye, it, whenever I hear it, I think of Kurt. 
I guess I'll, I'll pick that one too. Yeah, so it's one of those games that was destined for this category since the first. Yeah, no, definitely. It was made for this. Do you have to make a boring game for it to be impactful? Is that the rules? They go hand in hand. We had a whole argument one year being impactful or not, so I would say yes. It's me. It's me next, right? For the best performance. Yes. Awarded next. to an individual for voiceover acting, motion, and or performance capture. You got uh, Ben Starr for Final Fantasy 16. You got Cameron uh, Monaghan for Star Wars Jedi. You got Ildris Elba for Cyberpunk. You got Melanie LeBird for Alan Wake 2. Neil Dubin for Baldur's Gate 3 and Yuri Lowenthal for uh, Spider-Man 2. I think this one's easy, right? It's an easy one. Yeah. I, I got one. Going to Neil Dubin. Yeah, popular Baldur's Starion? Gate. Is that who that is? Yeah, yeah. it's Darian. Yep. Yeah, that's the one. But I will give right. my personal to uh, Melanie LeBird because she she did yeah, a good I, job in Ellen White. I was actually I heard she did a re- I heard popular she, to Melanie LeBird. Really? You think it's Syrian? Uh, I, I mean, think it's no, I'm actually. I mean, yeah, people you're saying this surprised me. Syrian, Other, dude, he's that, pretty yeah. good on social media. I, say, I mean, he goes on like TikTok. Right. He, he is. He is very social media. He, he has a. He, like, he, he does streams like the himself he does, playing yeah, he, the game. Yup. Yup. But uh, do. It, I mean, the fan yeah, reaction yeah. to Asterion is insane. It's the I think I didn't. I didn't play Cyberpunk. How how did Ildris do? I thought it was fine. I thought it was good, even, but like it wasn't like, uh, and I I thought he was even really good. I would say it just wasn't like I don't know. It's like it's Hydra Selva. He's he's a good actor. He was given decent who material. Is, um, you know, he's fine. Who's you know, Ben it's Star? Like, it wasn't like the, the, I don't know. It's it's weird for me to square away in this category, but I didn't think that it was like it wasn't like such a performance as like going to define any like if I if this iconic. wasn't right, it wasn't iconic. It was just a really good performance from a good actor. Right, and, and that's the thing about Neil. I mean, well, both of them. Um, but I mean, I I don't know how much voice acting games he's done before this, but I bet he's going to get more work now because of this, uh, and you know how popular Asterian has become. So is everybody going on the Asterian train? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Except yep. for my, except for my personal, I'm I'm doing the the Lebert. Yeah, and I I'm leeching, so I only have the popular. But I'm going to say Neil. Man, I really was going to go Melanie Lebert. Just like. You can do a yeah. Greg Asterix. Just do a Greg Asterix. Everyone, everybody gets well, one Greg Asterix. Come on, man, take yeah, it. I, wanna, I, I, I don't know. It would, be, it would be weird for me to put a Greg Asterix because it's not like I have a. I, it's not like I, I, I know that she's a great actor. It's just like that's right. kind of like the one that I would want to win because I think Alan Wake seems like a really cool game, and uh, I thought Asterion was fine, but for me, he wasn't like. It wasn't he wasn't like any better than any of the other characters we give into. I mean, if I'm gonna give if I want that award to be given to anybody in Baltimore, you gotta see him in the single JK Simmons. He really pops out in the single player with uh when you have him with you in the party. Yeah, to be fair, we I mean I just know the popularity is playing in the popularity vote, but to be fair, we we like they just know immediately him, as my him out and like yeah, beat him up and told him to shut up and go to camp so we yeah. didn't really get to hear him much. Usually every time we go to camp you'd hear Craig, Asterion's got something to say to you. 
<laughs> Greg, Asterion's got something to say. Trust me, Asterion caused some pretty big arguments with the Dazzlers once or twice. Oh, yeah. Uh, that yeah. was one of our only points. I think that uh, we, we not that we had we never had an argument for group one, but when we you know kept the choice to kill the vampires, we disagreed about it, and Knoxville just did what he wanted because he was the one controlling yeah, the it. Yeah, the staff. Yeah. And afterwards, we were like, all right, well, that's, that's that. Is J.K. <laughs> Simmons also in BG three? He was. He was a uh, Catholic, right? Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know uh, that. We were, no 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 spoilers. He's not. He's not necessarily a huge role, but he he makes a, a pretty significant presence in the game. I mean, I would okay. say actually has a pretty his character has a big role, but like the amount of he has a lot of screen time, that, yeah. Right. Are um are Ben Starr and Yuri Lowenthal are they uh Spider Man and the Five uh, respectively for their games? Are they the main characters or are they like? Well, Yuri people? is Spider Man, yeah. Yeah, I, and, and, yeah, I want to say everybody on this list. Yeah, I mean, I you know, I, I I think that what I voted for the two ones you know the best. But I mean, all these are great. You know, I played Star Wars. That guy does just great. I liked. Uh, yeah, I played the first one. I liked uh, Cameron in the first one. I mean, it's it nothing good. like amazing, but you know, it's good. Uh, Spider Man. I mean, he sounds like a Spider Man. I got no beef with him. I don't know if he does Spider Man and like other cartoon stuff, but I, I believe it. If he did, it's a good Spider Man. And then uh, Final Fantasy's guy. Most of that game is cutscenes, and he's yeah, he kills it. You know, uh, J.K. Simmons also voices the yellow Eminem. Full circle, baby. <laughs> Full You're circle. Right. Oh, shit. Uh, I think Vito. Yeah, we got uh, we best got? audio design, recognizing the best in-game audio and sound design. So it's not, it's not really music. It's not supposed to be. It's in-game. Audio and sound design. We have Alan Wake 2, Dead Space, Hi-Fi Rush, Marvel Spider-Man 2, and Resident Evil 4. Yeah, and this is another weird category because, like, you can give it to, like, Alan Wake 2, which I assume, I just have to assume, uh, has a great sound design for ambience and something. Or you give it something like Resident Evil 4, which is more about, like, hearing stuff. And like being informed in like an action gamey way. I mean, yeah. I know one of the biggest compliments just, given to Dead Space was its audio design. So I'm definitely was, yeah, all in on just Dead because Space. I haven't played Alan Wake Two, I don't know, but I'm giving it to Dead Space for personal and popular because the sound design while you're on that ship is insane. No, no, I agree. I mean, Alan Wake Two does cool stuff, and I, I think there's another category later that's just going to be more Alan Wake Twos. But I'm giving both yeah. to Dead Space because that's specifically, if we go back to the pod or whatever episode it was, one of the things I mentioned is that the fucking audio design of that game is sick. Yeah, didn't one of the yeah. developers say like they, there's a they, whole the game like scared them minute, or something? The audio yeah, there's like well, a 20, 20 minute uh, yeah, there's a 20 minute uh, video kill my family of them going <laughs> over like redoing every like weapon What's weapon uh, noise. Oh, sorry. It's crazy. You're good. No, I was, I was talking to myself actually. Um, Crazy, yeah, you are um, crazy, dude. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just I, I was gonna say that uh, this is like the one that um, Dead Space is gonna win, right? Like this is where it gets recognized because it's you know we're we're getting down there. We got a handful of categories left. I, I don't think Dead Space is getting any further than this, probably. Yeah, yeah. but I do genuinely think, like from what I heard, the audio. I think it deserves it. Yeah, exceptional. Yeah. I'm also going Dead Space for both categories, and this was actually a little bit harder for me for, on the personal front because. 
Hi-Fi Rush, you know, as far as it's like audio design, the whole game is about the audio design, you know, it's like we, that's we, integrated we, yeah. into the gameplay woven intrinsically. So we've had this, we've had this whole discussion before, like about other games, like basically maybe Crypt of the Necrodancer or something came up one, something like that. But like, yeah, I agree. It, it's, it's almost like cheating. You know what I mean? The problem for me is the audio design in Hi-Fi Rush is based around music. <gasps> And this right, category exactly. to me isn't as much about the music. So well, then there is another music hey, category. Don't, don't worry, because it's my turn and I got you with best score in music. Yeah, yeah. For outstanding music, inclusive of score, original song, and or licensed soundtrack. And for that, we have Alan Wake 2, composer Petri Alanko. Alanko. We have Baldur's Gate 3, composer Borislav Slavov. We have Final Fantasy 16, composer... Uh, Masayoshi Soken, Hi-Fi Rush, audio director Shiyoshi Kabori, and The Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom, composed by Nintendo Sound Team. The easiest name to pronounce with a lot. <laughs> <laughs> you could have pronounced it in Japanese. So this one is maybe where Hi-Fi Rush gets, gets the nod. I'm going both Hi-Fi on this one, just because, like, that for exactly yeah. the same reasons as the last one, in that everything is so intrinsically musical. But does it have a banger soundtrack? Yeah, Wall tons Ops? of licensed music. I, that, that works I don't know, well man. For the I don't wait, it's, li- it's licensed music? It's both. It's score and licensed music. I oh, think actually, it's that simple. I don't know. This is a tough category. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to post this. I don't expect anyone to click on it because this is Alan Wake spoilers. But if you don't care about the game, you know, this song slaps so hard. I played it in my car. Uh, I have heard, ha- heard good things about that, that I, band, right? That band that was in the first one. Um, I have actively listened to the Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom soundtrack for. I actively listened to it to this day since this, that game came out. Nice. That music is so great. I love that music. Uh, the Soken, uh, Matsuyoshi Soken, uh, for Final Fantasy sixteen. He does uh, 14's music as well. Very good. So I'm sure that is also like crazy good. But uh, I think for me, it's definitely got to be personal popular for Zelda. I love how diverse our takes are. John, what what was your take again? Great music. Honestly, I think this is an extremely hard category. Um, uh, And I think we're sleeping on um, Alder's Gate a little bit too, right? I mean, there are some six scores in there. You can't there's take everything, songs. dude. There are some six songs. I can't take everything. There's some six right. songs, but it's like against a bunch of juggernauts, too. You know, like I'm gonna give it then. That I'm gonna give it. I was. I, mean, I don't know. I think you guys no. are wrong on this, but you guys are mind flooding me. I'm gonna go personal and uh, popular. Alan Wake too, then, because I'm telling you, there's there's some boppers in there. Yeah, Boulder's Gate has a good soundtrack, but it ain't got no burning. No, it doesn't. Nothing that touches that. But it does have that cool, like, you know, when you're fighting the devil guy or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Out. Well, that didn't play in our game. So, you know, it, it didn't really. I don't think it played. Uh, play I heard it. it. Hey, I heard it. <laughs> but nothing actually <laughs> it does for an air. And that didn't win. So you're right. But, I, dude, man, you got to play on. Dude, hey, guys, just give up your little silly epic game thing. Play on Wakes. Honestly, about. I didn't know how hype you were. Exactly about Alan Wake too until this pod. So I'm I'm absolutely you know, I mostly talking about a little bit. I say I most been talking. About I'm pretty hyped about it. Let me say this: if you like, and I kind of only fuzzily remember the first one, so maybe it was kind of like it. But second one, super heavy Twin Peaks vibes. 
Hell yeah. I did not love Alan Wake 1. I did not, but I loved Control. Loved Control. So I, This one is, I, you know, minor, minor, minor spoilers. It is, it's not like a loosely connected universe anymore. Very heavily connected to those two games. Awesome. Um, yeah, I'm going to go popular to Alan Wake 2 because I know they got that that band old guards of uh old gods of Asgard Asgard which is uh poets of the in fall control. in real life right what's that am i crazy is it is it poets of the fall in real life the real band i'm sorry yes yeah poets of the fall is a real, real life, life band I mean, yeah. playing old gods of asgard within the i don't know i guess the the universe Oh, see, I didn't know they were real. I mean, I, obviously, I knew people were playing the music in real life, but I didn't know it was an actual band. That's cool. I don't know the band in real life or anything, but I remember Control well, song a couple slaps. songs from them. I mean, they got a few of them. Slap, so but, I just know that they're, that game is well known for having that band featured in the soundtrack. I'll go out on like two uh, popular, but I don't have a personal. We're going next to John. Hello, you thought I was slipping. We're at best art direction, perhaps. Uh, for outstanding <laughs> correct, creative, correct. <laughs> for outstanding creative and or technical achievement in artistic design and animation. Nailed it in one. Got it, boys. And the nominees are Alan Wake 2, Hi-Fi Rush, Lies of P, Mario Bros. Wonder, and Legend of Zoldar. Look, I'm gonna warn everybody here tonight. I love Zoldar. No, no, no! Stop saying stuff. No, nobody says anything. Just gonna warn you guys. We got four categories left, and I think if I were to look at all the spreadsheets of previous years, more than any other year, I think we have a lot of unanimous categories. So the the, the pudding is really gonna get made here. Let me strategy involved. Then let me fucking lead the way. All right. All right. Alan Wake two, both of them. Damn. All the chips Damn. in on Alan Wake, baby. Yeah, I just, sick. you know, my only, my only <laughs> worry, and it's, it's a big worry. And this is the King of Keeley's prediction. It, it comes with some Let's potential, cre- um, some some credibility. Twite, my my only worry right. is that the game really is going to suffer from being on the Epic Store, and not a lot of people are going to be, not enough people are going to be appreciating it until, until later. Yeah, I want uh, I want John to turn, look to his right and see that he's caught in a genjutsu by uh, the Legend of Zelda: Tears of the Kingdom for the best art direction. Yeah, I played Zelda, uh, and I don't give a fuck, bro. I'm trying to remember my personal all the way back also, in February, Andy. like uh, your personal as well. Okay, like was that part of the narrative about? I mean, of course, it looks beautiful. I get that, but like, was that part of the narrative about Tears of the Kingdom? Mm. I don't want to count on Andy. I just want Andy. I just I want to say real quick for this description for outstanding creative and or technical achievement in design and animation. The animations of that game pretty dang good. I mean, to be fair, it does have that whole system. It does. She's right. You know, little like build the system the, or whatever. The physics and stuff. Yeah. yeah I'm not. Is that I'm art not direction. That. I don't think that's well, art direction. Uh, but I mean, anyways. the fact that like you could build something. You can build like a robot. Like yeah, the you animations know I mean? are really cool and on. Maybe that is a stretch, but I can see it. I think that. What do you? Uh, what do you puppet boys think about Liza P in this category? I, I'm glad it, to it, see it, Liza it, P. It, 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 it's, it's my personal for sure. I, I think it looks. I think this is a good category for it. Uh, go ahead, Vito. I, I can explain more in a second. Uh, yeah, I'm just glad to see it getting a little uh, 
you know, getting noticed a little bit here and there. Uh, I don't think it wins this category, but it's got nice art direction. It's hard to, t- you know, because it's it's like literally just a, a rip of another game. <laughs> but the the paint job that they put on top of it with Pinocchio and the, the steampunk um, levels, the boss design is fucking great. So, um, you know, yeah, good, I would, good category I would, for it, but I don't think it's going to win. Yeah, I, I, I think calling it a rip of another game at least artistically, is a bit of a stretch. I mean, it's definitely aping the style, but, like, uh, the whole steampunk thing and, like, art, the art direction is really where they transform Pinocchio from what it is into a Dark Souls thing uh, and how they weave, like, mm. a little, like, just enough the, of the fantastical elements in there um, from, from Pinocchio into, like, this, this dark, gritty world that, like, I remember, like, from the demo, like, I, I remember thinking this game was, like, a stupid meme and then playing the demo and just being like, oh, wow, okay, so this is the direction it's taking. That's pretty cool. That first impression, I think, like, is enough for it to win the personal vote for me. Not that I played any of the others, but uh, I am going to put it down. For That's the popular, like I don't know. I mean, I feel like it's such, just such a niche game, Liza P. Like, it appeals to people who like souls games and are willing to get over the initial absurdity of of the premise which i think is is not a lot of people like even in our group like there are people who uh greg even i think uh not that i really care and just just want to uh call you out uh there are oh, people thanks. who like li- like these games but won't play it just because it sounds dumb Vito, what tops lies a p for your I popular own- I was going to say, I really like popular in art direction. I'm kind of torn because um, game direction, I think is the following category. No game direction is coming up. um, And I really think super Mario bros wonder. It's either going to take best art direction or game direction. Um, Okay. Fuck a super Mario. What'd you say? You said fuck super Mario or fuck a super Mario. (laughs) Fuck a super Mario. Uh, am I the last guy? No, no I, th- I think Liza P has the best chance of winning this category. So I'm gonna I'm gonna predict Liza P for this one. Damn, really? Got a lot of, Piss lot of my lies. I, I, I'm, I'm saying I'm playing Liza, Liza P. P. I like it, but I'm I think you guys are a little, a little wild. I mean, I put it as I put it on my personal. I I, I wasn't ready to come popular. And you're skipping mm. over Hi-Fi Rush Flask as an art direction. That game didn't have super nice cell shaded animations and style. I didn't love its artistic visual style. I thought it's, I mean, I guess, I guess. A little childish. No, childish? I wasn't even, I wasn't even going to vote childish? it for my personal. It's not mm. childish. It's just like, I'm, I'm not sure it what wonder. it is about it. You're giving, giving it to wonder. wonder. You're popular? Wonder. Yeah. My popular is going to wonder. My personal soul lies up here, of course. All right. I'm going to follow you. I'm going to do, no, I'm going to do popular wonder and I'll do, uh, no, no personal. All right, now that I trapped him, I'm changing my vote to Tears of the Kingdom. God, well, <laughs> you can't kidding. do that. You can't change I'm, it once it's a lot. Once I'm it's in kidding. a spreadsheet, I'm you're kidding. locked <laughs> uh, Okay, we got next. Flask. For Best narrative. Yeah. Outstanding storytelling and narrative development in a game. We have Alan Wake 2, Baldur's Gate 3, Cyberpunk 2077, Phantom Liberty. Final Fantasy 
fuck? 14? What is that? What is that? Yeah. Seven, 16? No, 16. 16. 16. Marvel Spider-Man 2. <laughs> this guy's not thinking about Rome enough. I'm genuinely not thinking about Rome enough. <laughs> Actually, this I am thinking about it enough. I'm just not thinking about it more than that. This is a toughie. Let me just get the elephant in the room out of the way. You know, Baldur's Gate 3. I think it had a good story. For one of these games, a really good story. There were some moments that, that kind of blew me away. And all the writing was really good in the in the cinematography. I think that that's a, a huge achievement for Larian, considering that I don't think much of that was true for Divinity 2 mm-hmm. or that we're Divinity 1. Um, good points. But does it compete with Phantom Liberty, which is I much heard more was really good? Of, it is really good. But I had some potential issues. I, th- I thought it was straight a little bit, but I, I, I thought it was, it was good. Not as good as the main game, maybe. The story, at least. Um, a, Final Fantasy, a Final Fantasy game? Final Fantasy that was a, a Final Fantasy game that was praised for its story. Marvel Spider-Man, who cares? And also Alan Wake 2, which, like, that's the, this is the category it's going to win. It's the most narrative game. of these games, I would guess. I would yeah, think. so I'm going, I'm going Wake. I'm, I'm going also 16. going Alan Wake. You're going what, Greg? I'm going 16. I'm going to be crazy. Okay. Vito, John. I need John. I need John to help guide me. Double wake. Oh, my <laughs> Imagine me pushing all my chips forward. <laughs> yeah. now, I'll be honest. You I'm not actually... That. I'm no, not where super are these confident. chips coming from? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not super, super confident. But personal, uh, obviously I am. I think I would wake. I think that Boulder's Gate could definitely win this one. I think it could get the normie vote. Like I said, I'm worried a lot of people haven't played Alan Wake. Baldur's Gate is popular. Uh, and and yeah. you know what? I will give my personal to Fan of Liberty now that you mentioned that. Yeah. Go Alan. Because Alan Wake did have a sick fucking story, and I, uh, I, I want to talk to my friends about it. All right. I'll, I'll just I'll go popular Alan Wake, too. Just because my friend John says so. I think this is one of the two categories oh, that I could see Alan Wake, too, really clinching. Two categories left. That that's all we got tonight. Uh, and I need uh, Greg to help me out. What do we got next? Help you out What's with our the best game direction, bud. Yes, uh, the best game direction, which is awarded for outstanding creative vision and innovation in game direction and design. Uh, you got Alan Wake Two, Baldur's Gate Three, Spider Man Two. Uh, Super Mario Bros. Wonder and Zelda: Here's the Kingdom. Uh, uh, both chips, all my chips, on Baldur's. Damn, uh, all dude. of my chips and all of Beetle's chips on Tears of the Kingdom. Hey, wait a second. <laughs> I'm uh, I'm I'm predicting Alan Wake two for this one as well. Uh, but my personal is going to be Tears of the Kingdom. Because I think the direction ah. kind of, kind of, um, you know, like, is responsible Innovation. for all of the things that yeah. Tears of the Kingdom does interestingly. Innovation in game direction design, that whole customization system. Yep. This is a fucking hard one. I'm going to flip flop. I'm going to go popular. I'm going to say Legend of Zoldar. Personal, I'm going to say Alan Wake 2. Oof. Uh, 
I feel like the the sleeper in the room is Super Mario Bros. I feel like it's gonna sweep, and none of us have played it. Um, I know I've what I've seen. It's got super fucking cool. It's just it's very whimsical. It's got a very cool style. There's um these very dynamic levels. Um, I could totally see you taking it. Uh, I'll do uh. Personal, no, I don't have, uh, fuck. I'll do personal Baldur's Gate 3. And I'll do, uh, popular. <sighs> Super Mario Bros. Wonder. That was kind of stupid. But anyway, moving on. <laughs> no, no, no. I, mean, I don't feel I'm good about I, that I one. I, I feel the least good about that one so far. Now, remember, like, I believe... This next category is worth twice the points. Okay, and I'm glad you left this one for me. Um, Make up for the sports one earlier. Yeah, it it does. Uh, Game of the year. Game of the year. Recognizing a game that delivers the absolute best experience across all creative and technical fields. (laughs) We have Alan Wake 2, Baldur's Gate 3, Spider-Man 2, Resident Evil 4, Super Mario Bros. Wonder and Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. All my chips. Baldur's Gate 3. Are we all unanimous? Baldur's Gate. Now, my chips are going to be there. However, let me just say something, right? <laughs> John, <laughs> there's still Please. time to back down. Now, Don't let do me it. just say something. Now, obviously, I played the games how I played them. And as I played them, Baldur's Gate, one, I think it's going to get the popular one. But personal, I play with. Group one, the group one, and I had a great time. Group one? Uh, I cannot deny that. Unbreakable friendships and bonds were formed. Dusty Absolutely. and the Dazzlers are yeah, nothing us, us but too. dust. Yeah, <laughs> Dusty and the Shitters or whatever. Anyway. Well, we got some of those. Right. However, I, I, I think that if I played the game single player and compared it to my Alan Wake single player experience, I would like Alan Wake better. Um... But I also, you know, I just, I don't, I wouldn't play this. I, I just have no interest in playing Baldur's Gate or Divinity, for that matter, a single player. I've never started a single player run. For me, they are multiplayer games. Um, well, like I said, I got, I got to judge it as I played them. So, so yeah, double, double Baldur's Gate. Greg, yeah, you know, I feel it. Because this, this category is so broad, um... You know, I've only played two of the six games here, and I, I absolutely, if I had played Baldur's Gate 3 or even Alan Wake 2, I probably would vote them above the ones I have played. But as for the ones I have played, uh, I think my personal favorite would be Resident Evil 4 above Tears of the Kingdom. So I'm, I'm going to put that in, which is surprising okay. to me. The Tears. That's your is, personal? Uh, for, yeah, Man, personal. Can you imagine if in in this year, Resident Evil 4 won Game of the Year? I, think that I would, cannot that would imagine, cool. actually. I think that would be... That would be insane. The most I could upset. see. I could see Legend of Zelda getting the surprise sneak victory. I, I it wouldn't like shake me up, but I, I don't think it's going to happen. Greg, I need you to commit. And Spider Man, yeah. sorry, you're up here. Just you didn't to even die. have to ask me to commit. It was Tears of the Kingdom. All the way. All the way. For I both love that game. Yup. This both. is why you will never be a king. You're out of your mind. 
And what yeah, we going to I hope I hope this Alan wakes you up. God, be and we finally got chaos. He'll be saying, "Burn the crops and turn the water to gasoline." That's what's going to happen if Greg. No, I'm going to be fusing you know all right? the crops together and making this, new inventions. This might be the year where John sweeps because he's the only one that's played the game that just came out. Just like with the year the Disco Elysium won everything. I have played a lot of these games. It's true. I'm yeah. also not surprised that this was a long recording because this was a great game, great year for games, as we know. This was oh, a sick yeah. year for games. Dude. Well, hang on, guys. You're you're using conclusive language, but I haven't heard anything from Vito. Game oh, I, 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 when you when someone said Baldur's Gate, I said, oh, "You went going all in on it, dude." Yeah, I'm all in on Baldur's Gate. Okay, okay, but this no, I agree. Class. It's it's been a pretty great year for video games. You know, maybe COVID. COVID to kind of like put the slurry in production for a bit, and this is. Mm-hmm. The, the, You're saying the, we need another one? N- no, no, <laughs> n- no, you know. Just make it part of the regular development cycle. Uh, pandemic every few years. But hey, you know these are these are good lessons to learn. So hopefully, some of the goodness in these games makes the way into the next AAA game in the next six to seven years. Mm-hmm. Uh man, what a year though. I mean, I we'll we'll talk more. This is, I guess, kind of a weird time making conclusion because we're really going into a break. But um, what a year! You know, year of the CRPGs. John, you you said more that Baldur's Gate's not a single player thing for you. I respect that, and I get that, and it, I get most of my fun on a multiplayer. But I do have a single player run. I haven't played in a while. Um, I mean, yeah, and I, I recognize this counter even to what Vito's, uh, Vito, Vito said uh, earlier today that majority of people don't have friends and are probably playing alone, which just shakes me because, like, I, I, as much as I, you know, enjoyed the game, I, I wouldn't have bought it if it was just, like, me playing by myself. I just, yeah, it's not enough caring. Or, you know, I don't know. You know, I would have bought it, I, but I, I would fizzle out around, like, Act 1 or 2. I, I, I guarantee it. I know it. I think I would have bought it and, and enjoyed it and played all the you know, like well, uh, Alex. I like Alex. He, he's another guy who like played even yeah, more he's than got me. Runs he, going. He, he loves this shit. He loves Zach CRPGs, too. Zach like, did a did Zach's doing some, some yeah. private runs. Yeah, I mean, there's I mean, this I, is a game game genre that's been around for a while, and like it's been popular among like a certain type of PC gaming enthusiasts. But uh, I do I do like seeing it. You know, thoroughly break into the mainstream with uh, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, because I mean, you know. Gay. I, as much as I do like this game and I do like Larian, I, I've said it many times. I don't give a shit about the fantasy settings. You know, hopefully, we get some people in the movement. We get some sort of sci-fi Baldur's Gate style going. You know what I'm saying? Give me some lasers. No, I do not Dude, care how about you feel space. If, uh, space is so stupid. Unless it's dead space. C- CD, CD Projekt Red announces a cyberpunk red uh, turn-based strategy RPG. Say, did they or would would that be cool? No, would that be cool? I think it oh. would. Oh uh, yeah, no, I really yeah, cool. all about that. Yeah, it'd be super cool. I don't know if the, I think they're you know they're all they they got to recoup money, dude. They're all in The Witcher now because they know it's going to. I be need funny. more magic games. Yeah, I was seeing an article just this uh, week that um, half of their staff is on Witcher Four. I believe it. Yeah, uh, it's funny. I guess. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. I was trying to interject earlier that I do have friends, but I'm still probably going to eventually play Baldur's Gate 3 on a single-player run. Probably. Uh, and then I couldn't get that thought in because of no, the, I, yeah. other people no, no, other people talking. And it like, I was like, oh yeah, that's why. Because then 
in a single player run, I get to like stop and and breathe and read and like just experience the game in my Trust own me, at my own pace. That's not how you want to play it. I think you no. want to be confused seventy yeah. percent of the time oh. and and you getting yelled a lot at. Of dialogue. You want to get screamed at. Majority uh, of the time, hear, yeah, you're you going to hear... be assaulting somebody. You're not going to know why. It's going to start by somebody saying. Guys, I ran into something. Can you come over here? <laughs> and you're like, all right. And then you, yeah, you, because, you're in it. Or you do something well, and someone yells at you. And, and then, then quite quick quote back because you made a mistake because then everybody's going to yell at you. Uh-huh. And then your friends who are watching you play, you're going to tell all of their friends about it. You're going to hear about it for weeks. <laughs> that all does sound extremely appealing. That's, all, that's, that's <laughs> actually the fun of it. It really is. No, <laughs> I, I feel you, Flask. I mean, I, I think it's going to be a great thing experience. Um, yeah, I have, but I enjoy those games, like uh, CRPGs, single player CRPGs. Yeah. Uh, one, I guess one quick thing we can talk about in the tonight's show. Uh, what do we expect is going to be announced? What, what's the big things? Have we seen anything? I, I haven't really looked. I don't know what we're expecting other than uh, um, GTA I, Six. Um, I made this just, uh, just to dip a little bit into roundtable stuff. Me and Flask have been playing Elden Ring recently. No, no, not really. I'm just, oh. I, I, it's it's for a reason. Right, right. Um, we've been playing Elden Ring together recently, partially because I'm expecting uh, a release date announcement. I agree. I, I said I said it on the last pod a couple pods ago. Yeah, I think it's going to be uh, whatever that was, the, yeah, the DLC. I think Shadow of the Because they always announce shit at the, they love the Shadows game. Shadows of the Earth yeah. Him and Jeff were like uh, boys. I'm activating my sleeper cell unit. He will be walking on stage in three, two, one. <laughs> we'll probably we see some a... Death, Stranding, Death Stranding 2 stuff. Just because yeah. Kojima is, all, is also a mainstay of these things. Outbreak's probably going to be there. Mm-hmm. Resident Evil Outbreak, Hollow Knight Silk Song. Probably definitely get Outbreak. Yeah, Silk Song oh, will be there. Diamond we might prices. actually get Silk Song. We might okay, actually get Don't get my hopes up. The, Why do you guys still the, think the, the game's coming out? The pain has so to end sometime. Rage, dude. Eventually, you just die, Andy. I hope no, we see more Streets of Rogue. Streets of Rogue Two. <laughs> oh, I don't yeah, think we're gonna see that there, cool. but that would be sick. Uh, yeah, based on like what he says in this blog post, like he shows cool stuff, and then he's like, "Just really don't expect this anytime soon." By the way. Oh yeah. Oh. yeah he he is very much uh, saying it's gonna be a while. Streets of Rogue Two does look sick as fuck, though. Agreed. Anything else? Any, anybody else want to place a prediction out for something that we're going to see? Uh, but I, I mean, GTA Five is always a possibility, but I don't think so. I think they're big GTA enough where they can do their own. Oh thing yeah, we're going to see six. GTA Six. I think yeah, I think, we're going to see that they, there. Didn't they literally announce a date that they were going to show more stuff? I think they just said dis- maybe they did, but I thought it was they just, just said December. early December. Yeah, yeah, early December. I definitely think it's going to be at the Game Awards. Here's the real question: What ridiculously unfitting? Uh, movie is going to be advertised with a trailer during TGA. No, that's like possibly a with John, a cameo by the actor slash director. I, I, I just got a mind spark. Is mm-hmm. Vin Diesel going to be there? Yeah, we're going to get the arc. Arc 2, uh, baby? Arc 2? Is Dude, Vin going to come out and point and be like, Greg and John, I've been thinking of you too. What about the movie? There was a fucking movie with an insane cast. Remember? Like there was a cartoon show, right? Or like on that show, you know. Oh, an anime. Yeah, Netflix anime. It did have a crazy voice cast. I don't know what happened with that. I mean, uh, just like everything they do, uh, it didn't happen. Didn't happen no good. 
anyway, folks, we'll see you. Well, for us in a week or so, but for you in just a few seconds after the game awards. Don't go anywhere. Hey, Editor Flask here. So there is going to be some crackle, some mic crackle, uh, present in Andy's recording. And unfortunately, there's nothing I can do about that at this point. So apologies for that, listeners. My theory, though, is, you know, uh, the security at the Game Awards this year was so tight, they had it so locked down, that those bad actors, you know, those saboteurs couldn't get at the show itself so instead they're coming after coverage of the show after the fact and you know those uh the big podcasts out there the big operations they have defenses they have security we are a small operation we're a a family-run operation we're a mom-and-pop podcast and we're vulnerable to this sort of attack so um, it's their fault. They hate the Game Awards. They hate Jeff Keeley, and they hate Andy. So it's not our fault. Whoa! Shit! Welcome back, everybody. We all just uh, we all just got back to our hotel rooms. We we were at the event live. That, that was crazy. Uh, that was absolutely crazy. I can't believe chain. that guy got sniped right before he made it to stage. I thought he was going to get up there. I thought it was really funny that it took Vito about half of the show to realize that the please wrap up signs were not talking to him. He he was feeling very, very self-conscious for most of it. Mm -hmm. I like to chat while I'm watching. Yeah, and that's fine. I have little comments. I think all of us got on the uh, the kiss cam at least once. That was pretty cool to see. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, you know, Andy, I saw you got a handshake from Keeley at the uh, end there. Yep, yep. You know, me, me and Jeff, we go way back. Um, as listeners of the pods know, I've, I've helped Jeff out of some jams. Um, I have been sued by Jeff before, and we've settled that. Uh, we're, we're now really good. Uh, I would call us best friends, but that's kind of an imposition. Like, I don't know if, if he feels the same. We haven't had that conversation. Either way, that was a pretty good show. I mean, not the I best, not the best, not coaching. the best game awards. Maybe not even the best game awards of the last few years for me, as far as like how my energy felt about it. But it's always hard to to like. It's always hard to like. Um, well, what's the word? It's always hard to separate from like, you know, wanting to see things that you don't see, and like, you know, that's not fair to judge Jeff for, but. Uh, it was at least a, yeah. I mean, I think production-wise, pretty, pretty good show. Yeah, it was very tight and professional and stuff like that. The, the complaints, I, I, the complaints I, I, I have are the like... same complaints that we have every year, and and you just kind of expect it now. Like they speed through a lot of the awards, it's music and oh, celebrities. Yeah. Nobody cares. Well, Maybe we a don't care bit about more this year. No, nah, yeah, they showed tons of announcements, trailers, but like the other, the double-edged sword is that they really truncate all of the actual awards stuff, which is ostensibly what the show is about. You know? I don't know if it actually was more this year because one thing they didn't do this year that they did do last year was the stupid bullshit where a few times winners were announced on like as like the ribbon at the bottom of the screen. For some, you remember that? Oh yeah. We didn't have any of that this year, so maybe it felt like there was more because they just crammed those awards into the the speed running sections. 
Yeah, possibly. Hey, but you know, but there's definitely more of a balance to be achieved. I think exactly. You know, yeah, it's, I, I imagine it's it's difficult to find the right balance, and I, I know that they want to get it better every year. And I think there was definitely some improvements this year, and now next year there's definitely some some things they could improve. Um, less letting the celebrities run wild. I think would yeah. be a start. I think that was that was my biggest criticism of the. Of yeah, in going into that. some of that's like. I don't know how much of that was like they told celebrities to do this or how much of that was like they gave winks and nods at celebrities like, you know, you, you know, like, uh, uh, fuck you. I, I won't do what you tell me that that song, that song being played at SNL. You know what I mean? That's like a, a bad boy. Like, oh, fuck, that wasn't that wasn't supposed to be, you know, they, they weren't supposed <laughs> to do that. But it's like, you know, SNL expects them to do that every time, you know, so yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't like, know. Like, I don't know if Anthony Mackie was supposed to be like screaming on stage well, for like. Well, I was gonna, I was going to say. I wonder how I much of that. What are they going to do during the Anthony Mackie thing? I think they were trying to recreate a Keanu moment. I think they were trying to like. Why? Well, I think he was inorganically trying to recreate like hmm. uh, it crowd but, but, work. You know, really like a. a I, 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 guess, I got that vibe too, but I thought it was like like a like a cringy not even like cringy she was up was. there but like clearly it was not working what he was trying like kept like no it did not people in the audience i think it worked was, like, giving for like back. 10 seconds but it, it went on he did it for like a minute you know what i mean <laughs> i don't know i felt he like should have stopped. It, it, it was it, an it, hour it, like, was how like I if he had done that in the first 10 seconds and moved on you you would have cringed and been like all right whatever but it wouldn't have been noteworthy you know what i mean but it is noteworthy because he just kept going uh it felt like yeah. he was stopping and it would be silent and he'd be like waiting yeah. for somebody to say something and, nobody and then would. react and then he would do it that. But, but how like much of that times. is like, it was just, you know, I, I would love to be a fly on the wall of the production. Like how much of that is, is the producers and Jeff Keighley like telling Anthony Mackie go be wild or how much of that is like, um, them maybe giving winks and nods, but like the celebrities themselves trying to make, uh, themselves go viral because of, you know, stuff like Christopher Judge's um, speech last year making him go viral. Like, there's, right. it, it's always just a weird relationship. You, d- you don't know how much of that is planned. Like, Chris Judge shitting on Call of Duty, I doubt, was in the literal Game Awards script. You know definitely I mean? not planned. Like, I cannot imagine that was definitely in not the Game planned. Awards I'm... script. I think someone uh, wrote I that think for his him, team. Though. I mean, do you think no, Christopher no, I Judge went his out there? team wrote that for him because that's a smart way to, like, follow up on Could the be. PR that he got last year. What? <laughs> what? What on earth just happened? No, nobody can hear that. What, what is he doing? Go on. But yeah, I um, I other than that, I think the Christopher Judge like making a joke of last year's thing, and then him presenting the performance, and then like the the speech that. Uh, What's his name? Sorry, the Asterian guy gave. Um, uh, I thought that was all like pretty tasteful. Um, but yeah, the like the cutting people off at 30 seconds and I, like, it yeah, it's weird. Last year, not giving due to the devs as much is last kind of, year. Uh, uh, Kratos, Christopher, like went way too long. Clearly, you know, this year they need to start cutting people short. But, you know, you kind of. Got it. It was a little too much. They overcorrected. I, I thought Astarian was giving a great speech, and 
they probably should have let him go I a think, little longer before they start. A couple people. Gave, well, you got to know what's thing. good TV, that's too. That's what I'm about exactly where I was going to do a video. I think they honestly just need a smarter man, like a smarter man in the sound Nimba. booth. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know if it was like literally somebody was told after 45 seconds, play this music. Or if it was like a producer who was trying to like, you know, who, who's hitting the button because he knows now's the time to wrap it up. Because right. it did, like you understand it, but it did yeah. feel weird. Like right when... Neil Druckmann is his name, right? Right when he was getting, who's Neil Druckmann? Neil Newbon. Druckmann oh, yeah. is the Neil Newbon. Naughty Dog guy. Um, right as he was getting to the deep part, is like when the music starts. Like, all right, come on, that just sounds kind of silly now. Uh, by the yeah. way, I, <laughs> weird, yeah. weird, uh, weird comment. Understood. But like, I for some reason, uh, one of my favorite moments of the show was when he was doing that, and it cut to Swin in his armor, and Swin is just like passionately nodding along, yes. Yes, you get it. I I, felt, I was like, damn, that's that's <laughs> sensei giving his approval approval to Neil. Yeah. Yes. Um. Yeah, from what I heard, all the acceptees or whatever that's not a word. Is that a word? Uh, had thirty like, seconds. Winners is, would probably uh, be a better to word. Give a speech. <laughs> winners, thank you. Acceptees. Uh. They had 30 seconds, and then Keeley did tweet that uh, he said, by the way, uh, I did think that we were playing music a little too soon, and I, I let the, I don't know, the sound guys know that they should lay off a little bit towards the, like, as the show went on, he, they got a little bit more lax with that. That's what he said. I, don't I know. did not perceive that as happening I myself, but. Yeah, I didn't perceive it getting laxer, but um, yeah. Hopefully, at least he's going to make, like, inroads towards balancing it more next year i, I mean i think he tweets uh, it every year he will yeah yeah i mean i i i do like and respect jeff i i don't think he is a guy who would want to cut off neil while he was while he's saying those words you know what i mean like no i don't think he's full cynicism at all those some of those like when people go into that realm that neil's going into and, and especially when it's earned those are always the most memorable acceptance speeches like I I yeah, powerful. I moments. still remember the Celeste developer. Do you guys remember their acceptance speech for like Game of the Year, or whatever it was? But the Celeste developer was like, "All year we've been hearing about how much we've helped you through your depression, your anxiety, your mental health, uh, and we just wanted to take this time to say that we didn't do any of that at all. That was all you." And that was like a very powerful mm. message. Um, mm. Yeah, and there were some good speeches this year, too. So I think, yeah, they were done a little bit of a disservice by being cut off. But I don't think it's malicious. It's unfortunate, yeah. I, I think. It was just something that would need to be fixed next time. And and it was, it was you know, um, expounded by how long uh, screen time the celebrities got. Especially right. when they were just like saying nothing. And, all. you know, we, we, had, uh, we had some friends of ours um who were really not liking the show this year because like they were talking about how there was you know it was advertisement 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 like it i i felt there was a good balance between ads and non-ads you know like it felt necessary the ads they had because you get it, it's a show but, like maybe maybe i'm just spoiled because the first thing i think of is the what was a 2011 2012 xbox e3 show where like it was like a two hour show and an hour and a half was sports, 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 streaming, streaming. Yeah. Yeah. Entertainment like it used to be box much worse. or whatever it was like. 
And I do, I do totally agree that like, I wish more of the awards got their presentation or got their acceptance time, you know, weren't just sort of rattled off. There are some that I'm like, damn, I really wish the people had gotten to go up on stage and accept it, you know, and give a little speech. So if we could get more of those too, that'd be good. It's hard. I mean, what, you know, what, what do you do if you're Keely? Like, do you cut the amount of categories, but like, that doesn't really matter because he already, I think he just got to fix I mean, you just got from the jump in a certain better. year, you gotta do better at like setting it up, you know, like organizing it all yeah. into a show. Yeah, Greg, you're right. You you played a sound which oh uh, that on I did not mean to play that sound. That was me clicking my soundboard because it was crash, and I wanted to see if it was working, and then it proceeded <laughs> to crash every single fucking window. Okay, that's fine. Because well, what, what way, we heard so. was like oh, and then you just left, <laughs> like the halo, the halo chanting. <laughs> I was scared. Uh, I'm like, look, because I'm. It was, it was so head, abrupt because I was like, "There's no way that Greg is just playing this in the middle of yeah, like, a yeah, normal dude, conversation I, on an episode." Anyway, on the subject of organizing <laughs> into a show, let's uh, let's get into um, the post show. So we do have a game, The King of Keeley. We've tallied the votes, and we'll do a slow unveil. That. We'll uh, go over all the winners of the show. Maybe we'll have a comment or two about some of them. And then I think we'll review all the announcements, which there were quite a few. Thanks, Flask, for <clears throat> curating that list for us. You're welcome. Um, I'll start us off. Innovation and accessibility. The winner was Forza Motorsport. Kind of a category that none of us uh, had much of a chance in because we didn't play. I don't know. We, none of us need a lot of these options is, is a better way to say it. So uh, I, I'm always happy to see accessibility in video games. Um, but I, I, I'm you know, privileged and blind to it often, you know. We just don't Um, hear about, like, Forza either, you know. Yeah, so none of us voted Forza, nobody got a point. I can go to the extreme to that. I don't even, I mean, I hear some people that we play with uh, talk about it. I've never even looked at my FOV. I don't know what I normally use. I I never look. The only thing I do, I I check to make sure my resolution is correct to the screen. That's it. I would go back. Yeah, it's. I'm usually the same. I'm usually whatever they give me. I can. I work. And sure. Around. I mean, you, I, you, I know we, you can this whole mess thing, with like, stuff and make it look better, but like, whatever for me. Yeah. Sorry. No, I was just saying we had this whole thing. Like you were, you were telling me about um, a what? What was it called in Baldur's Gate Three? A skin disease, uh, thing. Oh, the vitiligo. Vitiligo. Well, just yes. on the character creator. Yeah. No, I. I just thought that was you know that was kind of cool. Like, I I, I, cool. I hadn't really even realized that, but yeah. It's in Call of Duty too. That is cool. Take your privilege, John, real quick. Well, John, why don't you take your privilege and tell us about the next category? I do have eyes that grant me sight beyond sight, so I guess you're right. What's next, John? Uh, next, we had best adaptation. This one was not even really even like a, oh, I wonder who's going to win. We all said The Last of Us, and it was The Last we of Us. We all got The Last of Us. The lock of us. Uh, I mean, did anyone else that I mean, did anyone think maybe maybe someone else? One Anthony, no, Anthony no. Mackie didn't come up for this one. Uh, no, I thought initially sense. that he yeah, was yeah, presenting yeah, his yeah. own loss, but he was. I, I, I think if, I think if it were another year, Mario probably would have won. But like the Last of Us thoroughly broke into the mainstream. Like there was, like my work friends were telling me about the Last of Us, and they don't play video games. You know what I mean? Yeah, it was yeah. wild. Yeah, for sure. All right, what do we Fast. got next? Uh, this most anticipated game, 
of uh, Final Fantasy VII Rebirth won this one. Um, Netting both and me and John. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. It's a wrong, wrong uh, choice. This was Weirdos. easy points. I knew that everyone loves Final Fantasy. Everyone really loves Final Fantasy VII. Hey, I, I'm right there with um, you, man. Yeah, that's a fair I point. I, was, uh, I, I mean, I, I did think any of these games, I guess I wouldn't have been, like, blown away if they won. But, like, in my mind, this I, I think we talked about in the pre-show, but if it wasn't Rebirth, for me, it was going to be Hades 2. Not my personal choice, but just, like, popular, you know? That's interesting. Right. I really don't know what I would see. If, if, if just Final Fantasy wasn't on there, I really don't know what it would have been. I think it could have been tossed between any of them. Yakuza boys, I'm sorry. I thought for sure that the the people had gotten a taste. They're, they're um, getting the taste, Vito. Don't worry. One of these people don't deserve it. That's the thing. Wealth. No, no, no. I think you're right, Vito. People did get a taste. I think this the Yakuza game coming up is going to be the big yeah, one. It's I think game it's of gonna, the year. No, well, I don't think it's going to be game of the year, but I think it's going to be the one that gets you know the most people on board. We'll see. We'll see. At least I hope so. Uh, Greg, what do we got next? Uh, up next is the best multiplayer game, which, uh, you know, shockingly was, uh, Baldur's Gate 3. Yeah, uh, you know, if you're watching closely to our pre-show, Flask has noted, Greg, you didn't actually cast a vote, it seems, but you did, I know you wrote, you, you, you wrote uh, on the spreadsheet yes. after the fact, Baldur's Gate 3, I, I noticed that, but, just, just, just to, <laughs> like no, 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 like <laughs> during the during the recording of the pre-show, I noticed that the spreadsheet had been updated with that. I do. I just want to add uh, my thing that I did say it. You just didn't put well, it, so I put see, it in. You did not I actually edit the first half of the episode, and you did not actually say it at any point. And I did also I didn't know uh, if you or Andy had added it, but I did. Yeah, That's why I didn't yeah. like that. Hmm. Well, I'll believe okay. you. Uh, you but Vito, jeez. So, <laughs> I mean, I got to say, this is. This is like my favorite category. Oh, you're talking about my brother. Most I mean, still, this is like yeah. where you kind of started really losing the race. Like, yeah, you know, you said it best, man. You know, I just kind of, I just try to, I don't know, I strategize a little too much. I'm just thinking about the game. I just want the fucking crown so bad. That's really it, you know. <laughs> I guess I should use those opportunities to just vote in line with all you sheep, because that, 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 at least if I if I get it wrong. We get it wrong, we all get it wrong. You know? Did you play Street Fighter 6? Get it. What's that, Andy? Did you play Street Fighter 6? No, I don't play, I don't play no Street yeah, Fighter so 6. Yeah, we're, so we're, we're the sheep for voting for <laughs> our favorite multiplayer game while you strategize to vote for a multiplayer game that you didn't even play while loving the shit out of the, the game that we all voted for. That was too. only popular vote. Well, no, they're a popular vote. Yeah, I mixed it up. Yeah, what the fuck? You know, sometimes you gotta take risks if you want to win big. No, yeah, you're, you're right, though. Crazy. You're right. You gotta take risks, and sometimes those risks don't pay off, but that's mm -hmm. the game, you know? Um, Let's talk best sports racing. Alright. Do we have to? <laughs> Must we? Uh, uh, Forza <laughs> I, I don't want to do that. This, yeah, easy category. Flash, Greg, I respect the Hot Wheels poll, but, you know, I said on the pre-show, you gotta kiss the ring on sports categories. Sports and racing categories, you gotta just kiss the ring, you know? Just kiss it. I straight up just never hear about these games at all. So I thought maybe yeah. like something interesting. I don't know. I've heard about Hot Wheels. Hot Wheels a unique thing besides oh yeah. the Forza. But yeah. that's the reasoning. Why would gamers like something unique when they could just buy Call of Duty and Forza a thousand times? 
Uh, the winner of best sim slash strategy game was Pikmin 4, netting John and Vito a point. Mm-hmm. I, I was, could jab I, I was really sure needed one. this point. You did. This point was this point uh, allowed me to catch up. I got to tell you, I never played Pikmin Four. I've never played. I don't think any of the games in this list. But uh, you know, I said it pre pod or pre pre show. You know, them low guys. I, I like the cut of their jib, mm-hmm. and, and, and they they're did cool not guys, me. man. You're right. Uh, yeah, I mean, the, the, it was pretty straightforward for me. If it wasn't Fire Emblem, I agreed it was going to be Pikmin, but. It's a bunch of games I hadn't played, you know, just had to, other than City Skylines, that was, that was an obvious nah after the, not even because of like the, the quality of the game itself, I haven't played it, but just, it is a popularity contest at the end of the day. If you get negative press, you're not going to win awards. Right. For sure. For sure. Uh, what do we got next, John? We have Best Family. Uh, we all stuck together. I think on maybe Vito's advice. Yeah, well, me and Greg were we knew what was up, and, and you we, guys didn't know at all. And I really, I felt like I had convinced you guys, and I really shouldn't have done that. I should. Right, maybe you should have last. So the winner, the winner yeah, was you, Super Mario Brothers Wonder for everyone at home. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I would say I I wouldn't have known this one. I don't know. I don't know that I would have picked Super Mario Brothers if someone didn't say anything. I'm learning a lot of lessons for next year's Keely. Right. <laughs> Just gonna shut my mouth next time. Yeah, just follow the sheep as they Flash. go through the path. Best fighting was Street Fighter Six, and I think that was pretty pretty clear. Um, I see, I see, it, I see it all over the spreadsheet on on everybody. Yeah, we we all got it. Yeah, Street Street Fighter Six. Uh, I almost bought it. I haven't yet. If we had a resurgence in our group, I'd be interested in playing it. Uh, I liked. Uh, I skipped five because that was kind of where the controversy started creeping into the franchise. But I really like Street Fighter Four. And as we know, SF Six is a great entry point. Yeah, I know, Greg. Uh, you you, you uh, talked about it a little bit on the pod earlier this year. You really yeah, it was uh, def- it was a fighting game. I actually went out and bought, and I played a bit yeah. of it. All right, Greg. Uh, on that note, what what else do we have? Uh the best RPG. Oh, uh, is anybody surprised? Baldur's Gate three again one. I'm, su- I, I'm mostly surprised that Vito didn't like my, didn't mind uh, warp himself. <clears throat> yeah, uh, that yeah. you didn't like mind trick yourself out of this one. But, I think just because uh, the others, the other like not like it was what Liza P, which is like, come on, bro, you're not even. Yeah, that's not really a contender in role playing game. Was this uh, like the only category the Starfield was in? <laughs> yes, yeah, I think so. Yeah, might have. Yeah. Maybe it was in. The next one too? I don't remember. No, I don't think so. Yeah. We kind of talk about it. Like, there, there, was, face. there was a healthy amount of Starfield content in the show anyway. And I think even like a, a thank you message from Bethesda showed up at the show, but like you don't go and produce that message unless you're pretty sure you're not gonna win the awards. Hmm. Uh next up we had Best Action Adventure, and that went to Legend of Zelda, Tears of the Kingdom. Which we all voted for, except for Flask. Yeah, that one hurt me. Flask would have been up here standing with us if he just I, would have uh, believed in I, Zolda. I, yeah, I uh, I prioritized action over adventure in this category, even though I myself said this category should be called best adventure. So I'm not sure. I think I would retcon that decision if I had to make it again without any knowledge. I know what that's well, like. it's it's hard because I think the ordering matters too, right? Like if you had if if these had been reversed. Uh, the next category is best action. 
if these had been reversed, I think you would have maybe voted differently because you would have been like, probably well, but we already had the best action category. So like, this has to be the adventure category. You know, why would the action game win the event? Yeah. Yeah, probably. Which the winner of the best action category was Armored Core 6. Surprising nobody. Edo. Surprising me. Oh, sorry. Surprise. <laughs> did, you, hey. did you? I don't even know. Me personally, I don't even know what Remnant 2 is. Do you even play it? Do you know what it is? No, I just know. I, I'm pretty oh, sure right. like, on, on, on aggregate, Remnant 2 has better scores than Armored Core. Than Armored Core 6? I, I, I think it. so. I think I like Metacritic. It's got I, whatever. I mean, I'm. I'm I've never more even heard of Remnant. Like, I'm telling you, I don't even know what it is. What is it's a sh- I'm guessing it's a shooter. It's, I mean, uh, I know Microsoft Xbox Game Pass. It's a Souls like with a guns. game. I know about Remnant, but Game Pass game. Whatever. Yeah, it was. It wasn't a crazy choice. I, I don't know. Remnant was the number two. I think I was very. Honest. I mean, I you know I don't you know you don't want to play your cards too much. I was very confident in this vote. I, I thought for sure. Look, do I have I mean, regrets? I yes, I have regrets. That's it. Remnant two got an eighty. Armor Core six got an eighty-six. On Metacritic. What? I mean, I with my this is, the last several years. Well, when it, whenever FromSoft releases, I say, a game, dude, everyone, they if, win, if they win the best action dude, game. They're gonna get some sort of bomb. <laughs> People just like to jerk them off. You know, I, you know, what I mean, I, I don't like no Dark Souls and, and Remnant. I really like Remnant, but. It's ultimately Dark Souls with guns. Don't even know so, what it is. Uh, Armored Core is just Dark Souls with robots. Got them. But it was made before by, Dark it, Souls, so so we get that well, credit as well. And it's also made by the Dark Souls guys, not nah, the guys who are who are ripping off the Dark Souls guys. That again, Remnant Two is probably number two for me. But still. I don't know what I was thinking with this next category. What was it? Best B R A R. Everyone else voted Ari Village. I voted Gran Turismo. You know what I, I was think thinking? I was thinking because the, like, the steering wheel, like the real kind of like driving, you know what I mean? Like the whole, you got the pedals and the, yeah. you know. Yeah, like it's got to be better than fucking well, I, PlayStation exclusive Ari Village. Yeah, dumb pass. Give you got to factor in the, the hype factor though. Like Ari Village is building off RE7's VR, which sort of made PlayStation VR, put, put PlayStation VR on the map for PlayStation players. I've honestly so, never heard anyone talk about it. Yeah, I'm sure they are cool, but because they never came to, like, the PC, I don't know. I don't actually know anybody who owns PlayStation VR. I've never heard anyone even talk about them. You, the you funny might thing just is, you're the closest like, to being able to right? all of us. I, I would say, you, you might just be not remembering it, but, like, I when, own the RE7, VR. when RE7 came out, um, it's it, it really hyped up PlayStation VR. It, it was all over the the gaming media for a bit. Um, how how good it was and how good specifically RE Seven was. I didn't hear as much about RE Village, but I voted for it just because I was like, well, I know RE Seven had that kind of press. I bet RE Village was also beloved. And I don't think it was a great year for VR outside of uh, PSVR. You know, I mean, Horizon is also tied to that. Yeah. What, what's next, uh, Wes? Next category is best mobile. And that was uh, Honkai Star Rail, which Greg convinced us of, rightfully so. Greg, say, I, Greg hey, you should have kept this saying, one in your pocket, Greg. I'm just saying, I would have voted Honkai either way, just because I, I don't even remember the other 
Nah, the don't even, don't listen to him. You wouldn't I, even I, know I, what it was called. You would have seen Monster I, Hunter and said, oh, I'll pick Monster I've Hunter. I've heard about Honkai Star Rail uh, before this. Yeah, no probably because I've talked about it. It very well might be, but it was the only name I recognized. So I was I was voting for it even before. But they had like so Monster Hunter World on there. I could, yeah, the Monster Hunter, Hunter now was on there. I could have mind. And they had like a Final Fantasy game on there. I don't know. I think Greg. I hundred would have voted for A little generous with that uh, one. Thank you, Greg. A little generous. Hey, I'll, let's pe- check the listeners, tapes. Listeners in the free show, I think I'm saying Honkai at the same time Greg is. Yeah, let, let's check the tapes. Let's let's, let's, let's uh, roll, roll it back. Let's Greg, do you really goes. think I should go with Honkai? I mean, I didn't think so. <laughs> I really didn't want to do that. No, trust me, man. <laughs> you got to do it. In the break room before the podcast, Andy was like consulting Greg. <laughs> <laughs> uh, who's next? Flash? No, Greg. Who's next up there? Me. Uh, for the best community support. Uh, Baldur's Gate three won it again. They're winning. They're winning, slinging and winning awards. Which honestly, we talked about the pre-show. I don't think that's quite earned, but I like Baldur's Gate three, so whatever. These these some of these categories I are kind of all you guys on that one too. You might have. I mean, some of these categories are are are, are weird. And, and to be clear, I'm not saying Baldur's Gate three has bad community support. It's like it's just it was a game in an early access that just came out. Like chill out. Yeah, but think about this though. It did just come out, but it did just get that big update, like a whole new difficulty mode, and like an That's epilogue. True. That's true. Yeah, I wonder. I mean, they care about these awards, so they must do this. But like, how much of that was like timed, right, to come out like a week before the game awards? Yeah, yeah, I believe it. <clears throat> um, next category we had best debut indie, uh, which none of us got right. Uh, the winner was Cocoon. Cocoon. Which that was John a pretty big shock to me. That was a surprise. Um, I would have been surprised even if Dredge had won. I, I was, man, I don't know what was in my head. I was feeling really confident. I didn't want Pizza Tower being in the game as I guess. I didn't want to dissuade your vote, but I don't know, man. I don't think you. I mean, it was popular in our Discord, but like, was it popular outside? I mean, I know like it got good reviews and stuff, but was it like? Definitely popular, but I don't think it's as popular as like a game like Dredge. I see Dredge get a lot of buzz. I don't see Pete's Tower get as much buzz. I play Pete's Tower. I, I like it a lot. Great game. It felt faddish more so, like mimetic sort of appeal. Yeah. Viral. Yeah, that's fair. Mm-hmm. But none of the Dredge or Pete's Tower to win is Cocoon, which I, Cocoon. I still don't. I mean, I'm not shitting at anybody. I just don't agree. Yet. I do want to play it. I will play it. It's on Game Pass. I got to play yeah. it. What to prove John wrong? You like puzzles? There you uh, go. Our our next indie category was best indie game, which went to Sea of Stars, netting Vito Flask and myself a point. Uh, John, I, I you know I haven't played David Diary. You said a couple times that we would really like it, so I I probably actually should. But um, I was watching you play Sea of Stars. I was surprised you didn't vote for that. That that game I would have voted for even if you hadn't played it, just because of the type of buzz I'd heard about it as being like a really new and cool feeling and good RPG. Mm, I mean, it's it's weird because you know as of saying this, I I've beaten the game, and I've even gone. I mean, I haven't done it yet, but I'm like right at the gate. I'm gonna go back and beat like the you gotta go you know round two and beat not the whole game but you know you gotta kind of go back and do some special like the stuff optional boss yeah yeah and like I'm enjoying the game but 
there was never any point in the game where I was blown away. I was always just like, nice, cool, this is good, <laughs> nice. While playing Dave the Diver, I was like, what the fuck? Like, I was like, oh, we're doing this now? Oh, all right. Oh, this, oh what? This is happening? Um, I mean, and you know, I didn't beat Dave the Diver, to be fair, or put enough or more time than I put Sea of Stars. I feel like the highs were higher when I even maybe with Dredge too. The highs were higher with those two. Um, Eve Stars is a more satisfying experience overall. I don't know. I don't know. I got to think about it more, but I still don't know if I agree with this. Even Fair enough, yeah. I have 40 hours right now in my Sea of Stars game. Could it possibly? Could it possibly be? Dave the Diver actually got blown back because. Of of the questionable status as an indie game. Like, that it would have been too much to award that when, like, Sea of Stars is right there. I, don't wanna, I, I mean, don't that's know, what you speculated in the, in the pre-show. I don't want to shit on Sea of Stars. Is either, that what I speculated? It's like a okay. totally good, yeah. well-made game, but it's just like, there was no point where I was just... It just did everything it did good. It didn't do anything new. You know what I mean? Yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't like Inscription. It wasn't like, guys, you gotta play this and we can't exactly. talk much no, about no, it. No, not even close do. to that. It was just like, what about uh, its scope, though? As an RPG, is that part of the, like, a factor in winning it best independent? Like, oh, this is an independent game and it's this big? It's this much of an well, you know, how, how are Or how long is it as a JRPG? I mean, it's, well, no, I mean, I'm satisfied. Like I said, I, I have done, I would say if I'm not nine or a hundred percent completion, like nine percent, like I have scoured the planets or even like a little device. You can kind of tell you to like, Oh, you still have this to find here. I found just about everything done. The optional stuff, I'm about to fight the optional boss. I've clocked in about 40 hours, which I actually feel is a, a great time. Um, yeah, I would I say that I would say that's good, it's, but it's not like a super long JRPG. You know I don't I mean? me personally though. I don't want that. Like I beat, um, no, I don't either. Don't get me wrong. I'm Dragon Quest Twelve when it came out, and like I was like, "Fuck, that was so long." And then when you yeah, beat you it, there's like an additional like fifty hour like after campaign campaign, and I just never got around to it because I was like, "No, I've already spent too much time in this world, and it's not like you know they don't add too much more." I feel like there's always just like a midway point in RPGs like that where you're just like, "All right, these are the mechanics. You're here with them for the next sixty hours, dude." Um, for that same reason in that same game that's why I hopped off like 30 hours in I thought it was a really cool game but it was like god I mean this is yeah. so much more content left and it, this is like baby easy I'm not even really engaged in the combat I'm just you, you know what I mean it's like uh, yeah, I, I talked about Dragon Quest on the pod, and, and, and don't get me wrong, I know that a, a lot of the that stuff I just said is the reason why people love those games and I thought it was a really cool game, I'm not shitting on it at all it was just, I was done with it right, Pretty. I, like, last thought I guess cause we've been on this for a while I guess Sea of Stars is definitely um, accessible to, to probably the most people on this list because it gives you these things that you, you don't have to have them. You can turn them on. They're called relics. Basically, they can make the game, you know, pretty much like a walking simulator as in like, you know, your character auto blocks, you refill to full health when you're done with the combat. Um, that's cool. So yeah, if, if I mean, I, you I know, would never like, use those features, but that's cool. Yeah, exactly. But if you know, if you're someone who is interested in RPGs or something, but like you're too intimidated by turn-based combat or, or something like that, there's like too too busy for it. Yeah, yeah there's there's so many so many crutches. Uh, crutch may be a bad word, but so many you know things to help you get along. I, I feel like anybody could could finish this game. Yeah. 
I think it's fair to say. Uh, so yeah, I mean, I, I can see why it won. I don't know if I'm totally won over though. Yeah, maybe the expectation of That's scope fair. helped it. For sure. Flash. Best ongoing is the next one, and that was Cyberpunk 2077, which was controversial. Scam. And I think rightfully so. I was genuinely surprised. I mean, we talked all the reasons why Cyberpunk probably shouldn't have even been on the list in the pre-show, yeah. but like, yeah, I, I, I kind of thought it was going to be like a Dave the Diver situation. Like, oh, there's a kind of a controversial pick, but it's just going to get nominated. There's no way it can win. Um, yeah, bad pick. Yeah, I mean, and then the fact that they had to pick. go on stage and like give their acceptance speech when other categories did not kind of insult to injury too that's what i'm saying i agree yeah why best ongoing gets the spotlight and not best role-playing game i mean you gotta wonder like how much of this is just because they know swin and the team are going to get up there in game of the year so it's mm -hmm. literally planned around the winner and if that's true that that's going to be a really oh well no you can't really think about that in the pre-show that might, might inform predictions in, in later huh. years we'll see and CDPR, C yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, yeah still it. has like the clout, even with the cyberpunk launch, still has like that, you know, studio clout, I guess. Like, oh, they are winners, you know? I don't know. Yeah, it's just, and Vito, you're going off today. I'm not going to retread your points, but like, it's like you want to be in some ways, maybe happy for the guys they got the win, just because that's natural, but it's like, the words they're using are like, oh, such a hard road, we really appreciate all the support, and it's like, you chose to release the game in the state it was, it's not like, mm -hmm. you know what I mean, like, support for what? It's not like you got, it's not like there was a fucking natural disaster that forced you to release the game, and like, God, what the hell, what are we gonna do now? Is Yeah. Yeah, you released such a uh, fucking it was a poor release but you made your money anyway because the marketing was great and people were hyped for this game so you made your money on a bad release and now you're getting awards for it it's just like I'd rather they I'm with weren't you. getting an award I'm with you good. Greg hey bud you Hi. know what time it is it's time for the games for impact and it was the Chia, a game that I did not expect. It was not Goodbye Volcano High. I was really on the Goodbye Volcano High train. I might have to try Chia. I remember seeing the trailer for it initially and was being like, oh, that looks like it could be cute fun. Uh, but then I forgot about it forever. <laughs> and <laughs> yeah, and that, it didn't appear anywhere on our votes, popular or personal. And I, I'm, I'm not memeing. I, I literally had not heard of that game before the pre-show. Um, but I guess I'll have to look into it. Maybe. Next up, we got best performance. Um, and this was Neil Nubon, who is uh, was a Sterion in, in Bulge Gate. And, and oh, honestly, yeah. honestly, this is where I almost lost the whole damn thing. Like, I, I was I, before you guys said anything. If 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 we had played a, a silent pre-show. I would have voted Melanie Libbard. Hmm. Really? Just based on your sort yeah. of prediction? I know. Like this feeling. was another one that I... We talked about this a little bit in the pre-show. I think you even pulled me over, John, but like I was like, <laughs> I mean, well, surely she's really good, right? And then 
you get you and the others reminded me of like his social media presence. Yeah, and, that's that's what it, there's a, there's a fervor around him and his character that I think you were missing. Yeah, I would say that there was no doubt in my mind. I wasn't even like, oh, maybe she'll win. I wanted her to win, but that was, uh, you know. yeah. And uh, yeah, he had a good uh, speech. That there was another speech that was, you know, the music played a little soon. Yeah, it was a good thought, speech. Uh, Got a little music. You know what's funny? Uh, Matthew what's McConaughey was there, but Idris Elba couldn't be bothered, even though they both starred in the hit film The Dark Tower. Oh, and man, what would have? Yeah, you're right. He wasn't there, but like he was, he was nominated well, because the so... DLC already came out. He doesn't need to fucking sell it anymore. You Did he like... show? He was. He, he was in the shows, uh, like advertising that. Well, I, I, I'm just thinking, like, what would, what would have happened if he had won? They would probably had him on Skype. They, they probably would just had a message pre-recorded. Yeah, like, like they had hey, with Iron Mouse for... when she won. Oh yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, do you think that like are are do they actually know if they won beforehand? Because they they seem genuinely surprised sometimes when they take the take the stage. Well, no, oh, I no, no. no. But I mean, I think that like the people who don't show up just record a small thing in case they win. That's my guess. Ah, uh, that would make sense. Yeah, like Iron Mouse's was recorded in in advance, so she didn't know she was going to win, but it was a possibility. Yeah, I guess I guess it would be a. There's only like five nominees in each category, so it's not like a big ass desk at everybody to record something. Right. You just have like, like four uh, sad uh, videos that are never watched by anyone. I want to be like slightly cynical and like I don't think people are being told that they're winning, but I think maybe they might be getting a little hint, hit, nudge, nudge behind the scenes. I feel like that happens with the Oscars too. I don't know. Oh, like is Idris going to be there? Like is is he really going to be there? Oh, he's going to be there. You know for sure Idris is going to be there. Yeah, hey, like you might want to come to, <laughs> to the show. Show up uh, to the to, to TGA tomorrow. I'm probably wrong about all that. I like you. I I honestly think you are wrong. Like may, maybe, but like I just I don't I don't see why. I guess I'm just I, thinking I think of logistics. Like everything wouldn't everything run so much smoother during any award show if the winner knew ahead of time. But I, no, you're you're absolutely right. But I, but I but if you lost, why would you go? And so, like, you know, they also want that moment on TV of, like, True, yeah. pan- panning the clapping losers uh, who who have to, like, smile while they're on camera yeah. while somebody else wins the award. You know what I mean? Losers, like, yeah. yeah, the fucking Dorks. bottom of the bottom, dude. Uh, it's me next, right? Uh, next up went to Best Audio Design. Um... Shit, sorry, I'm I'm being a bad podcast. I don't have that up right it now. It was Alan Wake, bud. Alan Wake won best audio design. That was a we lie. all everybody all up and that down. That was a lie that John just told. I, I know I'm I'm, I'm more like for boring something. Wake. <laughs> uh, everybody all up and down voted for Dead Space. Meanwhile, our only person here who played Hi-Fi Rush, uh. You 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 talked us against it. Honestly, I think I think some of us might have went uh, high fi rush flask if it weren't for no, you. Well, Vito was also talking it up, and rightfully so. I had a good, this was the yeah, one was that like I feel justified and also um, kind of bad about it because I think Vito made a great point uh, during the watching of the awards where he was saying like, yeah, I mean it makes sense. Like everything in the uh, 
in the game is, you know, set to music. It's designed. It has to be animated to the the music tracks. And it's like, yeah, everything was was so meticulously orchestrated that way. Um, and I agree. I totally agree. For me, Dead Space was the more impactful audio design game of this year. So that's why I went with it for both my picks. But like, it was just hard. It was a challenging choice yeah, between no, those two. Sure. Because Hi-Fi Rush certainly, certainly deserved uh, to be recognized for that. For sure. But Dead Space got to me, man. It's, it's fucking audio design in that game is really, uh, you know. Superb. Super yeah, I thought that's yeah, for sure. Yeah, Dead Space is cool uh, audio. Yeah, best score and music, and everybody's drawing on this. I disagree with this one heavily. The winner was Final Fantasy 16. Yeah, and you actually played Final Fantasy 16. That's not just a meme. So what... I couldn't. I don't know any. I can't think of any scores that were like, "Oh, that's a banger." You know what I'm saying? Like, I, music I wasn't impactful. No, I don't know. I don't. I don't know what they're talking about. I mean, I'm sure it yeah, did yeah. have some cool stuff, but like, like I said, nothing that I don't know. Nothing. I'm still like coming to myself to this day. Yeah, and it is weird when you when you put it like that. Like, surely these other games. Surely Alan Wake Two has great a great score. Does does has a couple good songs. I mean, there there was a song. Even played during the game awards. I didn't listen to it at your recommendation, but yeah, same. I'm, I'm aware it happened. What's funny is that I think this is one of those categories where Final Fantasy, uh, Alan Wake Two, and Legend of Zelda are competing in a different space than, or sorry, sorry, uh, Final Fantasy, Baldur's Gate Three, and Legend of Zelda are competing in a different space than Alan Wake Two and Hi-Fi Rush with the the goals they're trying to achieve with their music. Mm-hmm. You know, um, yeah, so like it's, is it's, it's is hard. it possible that in the minds of the voters that like a i mean even though the category specifically says um original song and or licensed soundtrack uh, like something about a song being like a licensed soundtrack is like a little cheaper than an orchestra and you know like a a completely original i mean that those songs are completely original licensed songs but i feel like um I, I I know what you're saying. Like I think that I think I think you're probably right too. Like I bet that that would be something that goes through those people's heads. But I think those people are also wrong. Like, I think they're wrong, 100. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And not to say that LA Two and Hi-Fi Rush don't have score because they absolutely do. But they're like what they're trying to achieve with their music is different. I think completely. Op- yeah, completely different. Yeah. Okay, uh, what what we have flask flask or yeah, I think flask. Who's the the thing? Uh, I did best art direction. Best art direction. That was Alan Wake two. Yeah, it was John, baby. This brought you back in a huge way, <laughs> in in a huge way. This brought you back. Yes, Sir Alan would never let me down. Real shame none of this, you guys <laughs> played it after my many recommendations. It actually is a it's, shame. It's on the list. It really is on the list. I'm, I, I'm, I want to play it badly. We'll see how well I, Lies of Piss stands up next to it when you play it. And you'll say, "God, I'm so stupid for wasting my time fighting uh, uh, 
I don't, John, I don't even I, know what. I expect to like Alan Wake 2 more than Life of P. <laughs> no, no, no. You don't, you don't I'm not saying it. otherwise. You know, just, let him, just let him have this, Andy. Just, yeah, let me have this. Just, just let him go. It's funny, uh, this is uh, the right, only... Yeah. No, I'm sorry. You voted for Alan Wake twice. For the next category, also. You voted oh, no, for Alan Wake, I go, like, I went Alan Wake three, four uh, times, dude. All the way down, yeah. I tried going Alan when I could. You got four sequential Alan Wake votes here. Oh, I'm, bu- I'm bu- oh, oh, sorry. That's gonna be personal. Three. Yeah, oh, yeah. I went personal, hard in Alan Wake. But uh, yeah. I mean, I can see this, and I think you guys will too when you play it. Probably, probably, yeah. I think Safe I just that. over uh, estimated the hype behind Wonder. I, I just thought it was a, maybe a bigger game than it ended up being because it only ended up winning Best Family. Yeah, and look, I ended up voting for that a lot. Well, what I said in the pre-show, I was worried that, you know, being in the Epic Game Store, Alan Wake wasn't going to get the, the cred I think it deserved, but um, I think it did. It was heavily featured in the Game Awards. Yeah, I mean, it was in they, a live song, and it was in, like, the most nominated game. So I, it was just hard yeah. figuring out, okay, it's nominated this many times, like, which ones is it going to take, you know? Right. Yeah. I think it's fair for sure. Uh, Greg, what do we got next? Uh, the best narrative, which Alan Wake 2 won again. And that made sense. Yes, I think that, uh, I mean, you guys had to have piggybacked off me because none of you have played it. If we're Greg, yeah, well, that's with, why That's why I didn't vote for it because I, I didn't play it. I went with the suicide it. pick of, of Final no. Fantasy, but <laughs> uh, I knew it. I'm going to make you mad, John. I would have voted for it anyway, really. Like, be, like, the other options were Phantom Liberty, a game I really liked, but like I thought kind of had a confusing story, even though it was fine. It was fine. It wasn't like the best. Uh, Final Fantasy 16, which uh, had a really roller coaster of reaction where everybody was super into the story on the demo. And then after it came out, like a week later, it was like, yeah, the story's okay. Um, but yeah, and then Alan Wake 2, like, that's that's the whole damn game. Like, mm-hmm. if I keep hearing Alan Wake Two is a good game, it must have a good story because that's like what the game is. You know, that's th- this to me is the most clear category for Alan Wake Two to win. I think this next or the year, next I'm gonna start <laughs> lying to you guys. When I play the new hit game and you have it, I'm gonna say, "Oh, that game is doo doo. You don't want that." And then I'm gonna just submit my answers secretly. You can't do that. You have to submit it openly. Uh, next category had best game direction, which also went to Alan Wake Two. Alan Wake Two sweeping the awards. Uh, but, uh, Alan but, Wake you know, Two. I, every year, I don't even really understand what the fuck this category means. I get it. What, what you're saying, awarded for outstanding creative vision. When I think of like what I've seen of Alan Wake Two and Control, like a creative vision, a very specific creative vision. You know what I mean? Like I look at the yeah. other nominees and like Marvel Spider Man Two. Like I don't. No, that I'm that not would saying not... it doesn't have a creative vision. It definitely does, but it's also like a pretty generic open world, like like sandbox. an Assassin's Creed game could never win this. Yeah, um, I, I don't even know. I don't even think a Grand Theft Auto could win this potentially. Maybe uh, I don't know. Grand Theft Auto could win. I guess this. when I think game direction, I think like style and how every element of the game like backs that style up. Yeah, then how the like, hell like did the, Zelda like the not that, win uh, this? Well, it's like like the year that Persona Five won because uh, everybody went fucking crazy for like how cool the UI was, basically. You know. 
Yeah, I mean, this one, I, you know, I went um, Zoldar with the popular vote, and I thought personally Alan Wake should win. Um, because, I, yeah, I, I really believe that Zoldar was going to sweep some a lot of these categories that Alan Wake was in popular-wise. Um, mm -hmm. And, you know, I'm, I'm glad it didn't play. did the opposite. He won a uh, popular Alan Wake. I think that was obviously that was that was the right call. Yeah, because yeah, really when I when down. I think of I, this no, award being won, I think of guys like Kyle Rowley and uh, Sam Lake standing up there accepting the award. You know, because it's like they were the driving force behind. Yeah. Right. Sure. Right. I don't. It, I'm not it, saying it's necessary, but I think like yeah, a game that's going to take this category is going to is going to be one of those studios that have like that guy. You know what I mean? The guy that we all know. Who's got the vision? Yeah. And, you know, um, I voted Baldur's Gate 3 on both my personal and popular. And frankly, I'm sure Alan Wake 2 is the deserved winner. But I still feel pretty good about voting Baldur's Gate 3 here. I don't I don't feel like I made a misstep. Uh, Baldur's Gate 3 had fantastic game direction, oh, yeah. in my opinion. I and, and, I and I mean that in the sense that, like, there has been... CRPGs come out every single year. There has never been one that has this thoroughly just broken the line between niche and in mainstream. Like it is deep into it. Like I, I was, I, I said in the pre-show, I'm sure, and I said it when we were playing it. But like people at work were coming up to me to talk about Baldur's Gate. You know what I mean? Like it was, it was phenomenal and and cool. Um, and as a CRPG, it's really long. It's extremely tight. There's so much to do. There's a lot of really cool side quests. Good build for good build good build variety. It's <clears throat> it's the best D and D game so far, probably. Etc. Cetera, Etc. Cetera. I mean, and when you think about off. what a director for this game would have to do behind the scenes to organize all that shit, it's super impressive. It's insane. It really is. And in. When you, you, you invoke the, the word director, that just makes me think of, like, we've said the story before, but, like, Swin Venke approaching Wizards of the Coast wanting to make Baldur's Gate 3 and being told, no, we don't know who you are. And so he goes and makes Divinity Original Sin 1 and 2 <laughs> to, prove that he can make, he, to prove that he can make this game and then makes it and just blows the world off. I mean, that, that's really cool. So it's it. a really cool story. Uh, well, that was a, a long preamble for the game for the best game direction, but it's also, I guess, a good way to talk about the game of the year, which was Baldur's Gate Three. Yeah, it is very cool. We 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 sunk so many hours into Divinity Two, which was definitely a popular game, but not on the level that like Baldur's Gate is with, like you were saying, like mainstream audiences. Really fun, cool to see them up on the stage and everyone just them just getting the praise that this game deserves. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I thought you know, well, like I said in the pre-show, I, I maybe if Zelda came out later in the year, I think that we could be having a different story here. I don't know, but I potentially, I think yeah, they really suffered. Well, suffered, yeah, whatever. Enough straight word, but you know, really, uh, because it came out so early that the hype died down. Because I mean, you don't mean wrong. Baldur's Gate this, this year had an action-packed second half. You know? It did. I mean, Baldur's Gate three was everywhere. You know, Andy had people talking about it at work. You know, you've seen it. You know, bear sex scene. Um, Legend of Zelda, same thing. Like I said, I remember being on the radio listening to NPR and they were bringing up like, oh, this is the newest Legend of Zelda game. I was like, what the fuck? 
Like both of those games were insanely popular. I, I could have seen either of them winning. They're really good. I yeah, the impression like... I got was like, sorry, Vita. Uh, you go ahead. Um, the impression I got was like Zelda owned the room when it came out, and then Baldur's Gate Three blew the roof off. You know, yeah. it's like I think that's fair to say. Also, didn't it, didn't people kind of? I know that game is uh, highly praised, but retrospectively, didn't people kind of go, "Well, yeah, it was it was kind of more of the same." I mean, it's very similar to the the game before I think, it, I, and didn't really. I don't. I don't. Think I don't so. think I think so because. I don't think so because I think you're not. I think maybe you're forgetting that like it had the whole um, physics system and the crafting and engineering aspect to it that Breath of the Wild didn't have, and I think right, that really right. gave it. I think that really gave it legs uh, to, you know, stand on its own. Uh, stand on. I mean, its own. You're hating like, on yeah. my favorite. Video. I don't, no, no, I'm not hating. I don't think he's wrong. I don't think he's 100. I think some think people that, were like, disappointed that it was the same after, kind of map, but. I still think I think that was a, that was maybe a small minority. I think overall, it's still uh, without the mechanical innovation, it definitely would have felt more like a retread of Breath of the Wild. So if you think about it that way, you can be like, okay, so it wasn't like a hundred percent all upward. Unique, you know, it, it was yeah. like Breath of the Wild two plus amazing stuff on top of that. Right. I, mean, I could I, I could definitely see that if you BG three brand new unique game. Right. Well, that's the thing too, though, because like in Zelda, you know, the building is is very much like optional in in many, many, many spots. You know, it might force you to do some things for tutorials or some dungeons, but like all the crazy stuff, definitely optional. So like, if you're not that type of person and you don't like to build or you don't want to experiment with that or it's too much for you, I could definitely see you saying like, yeah, this is the fucking same map as the last game. I'm doing the same thing. I can see you not liking it, but uh. So yeah, for for, for people sure. who are looking for for the other extra step, I think it was there. But, uh, I mean, that well, being said, I think, I I think gamers are wrong. Both of them. So <laughs> I mean, I thought Baldur's Gate Three is going to win. And I thought it should because I had Legend of Zelda. I played it, and I just I'm happy no. Baldur's Gate Three won, but I'm also incredibly angry Zelda didn't win. Didn't they fucking win the other time? Didn't they didn't the first one win. Uh, probably, and it probably shit. was well deserved. Nah, probably not. Whatever. Flash, just to yeah. recap your uh, feelings. Um, yeah. Why is it that you haven't played Baldur's Gate three yet? Is it not for you? Or oh no, I I'm gonna play it definitely. Um, it was honestly just a weird timing thing where like, or just a just a strange kind of introduction for me in general. I had never played the first two, and you know how I like to play a series before yeah. like getting to the latest entry. Um, I always meant to play the original two games, and uh, when Baldur's Gate 3 was coming out, I had no uh, expectation that it was going to be as huge as it was, both in terms of, like, popularity among you guys, among everybody, and uh, obviously about, like, how amazing it was going to be, how it was just going to explode because it was so great, um, because I had never played the Larian games. I had never played Divinities, um, so... I didn't have your same frame of reference as we talked about on a previous right. podcast, you know? Um, Who, uh... So it was kind of just a mixture of things. And like, it it does kind of get, get to you a little bit where you're like, did I miss out on like something once in a lifetime? But on the other hand, I'm just that guy, you know, I'm okay with being patient. I'm okay with playing it when the time comes. Yeah, um, and I know I'll anywhere. enjoy it a lot. 
I mean, we're gonna get a lot of mileage out of this game over the yeah. Next we're not years. we're not done playing it. So like, whenever yeah, you no. do play it, yeah, it's not like you'll it's not like you'll have nobody to talk to about. I would know, never be out of a multiplayer experience if I wanted to opt yeah. into that. Who are yeah. uh, who are you? Yeah. Yeah, I was gonna say who are your three uh, people gonna be? Who are you gonna pick? <laughs> I guess we'll see. Uh, it's gonna be the podcast, dude. We'll do a podcast run with the uh, multiplayer mod. Uh, did you see that uh, Spider-Man 2 was not, had seven nominations but didn't win a single one? Didn't win one. I didn't realize didn't it had that many. Single... That, that, that feels appropriate to me. Like, it's not like I heard anything bad about Spider-Man 2, but I, I know Spider-Man 1 like blew the world off. And I think Spider-Man 2 was, was really more of the same, right? And, and that's fine. It's a, good, it's a good more of the same. But tell me I'm wrong, John. Right. And, you know, being nominated is a... It's an it's a small honor of its own too, you know. Right? Yeah, it's a prestigious thing. I mean, yeah, I mean, it was just like a fine action adventure game, not like the best one of the year. Clearly, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it was cool. That's it. Well, yeah, without, I don't think it should have won anything. Without further ado, Flask, would you like to do us the honors of uh, tallying the votes real quick? We'll 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 we'll, uh, we'll give you a second. So. I know you got to do some math, but tally the sure. Let me just punch the numbers results. into my uh, standalone calculator that I have in my hand. Uh, so Andy and Vito, sorry, <laughs> Andy and John Dance. tied at seventeen points. Right. Hell yeah! Hell they yeah! They drew this year. Oh, so John boy. actually has won three years in a row now, but this time Andy was right up there with him. It's only three. Are we sure about that? Yeah, easy, easy now. <laughs> three years in a row, right? in a row, right? Well, well, hang on, no, but we ha- we haven't been doing this thing for five years, right? Tell me we haven't. How long Fuck. have we been doing this? When was the last first? <laughs> anyway, five years sounds right. Uh, oh God. Anyway, John, yeah, I'm I'm happy to share the crown with you this year. That was a tough competition. There was, there was some swinging back and forth. I really thought I was going to win for, for a good part of it. And then, honestly, I got worried. When Alan Wake 2 just started blow, blowing up the back half, you know? Yeah, this one was... I, I'd like to maybe look back on last year. I thought last year we had more varying opinions, or we had more, like, we didn't really know what to vote. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, well, last one... year, we... I don't think we had any horses in the... Like, we didn't play as many of the nominees as, right. like, as this year. No, 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 you're right. I mean, last um, year it was me and you. We had like God of War, right? That yeah, was it. that was kind of it. Yeah, and the but I, yeah, I don't know. This 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 year felt pretty safe. I didn't. There weren't too many things where I was like, man, I'm really you know going off on a limb voting for this one. Or I think this one will sink me. Um, actually, on that topic, it, I just want to say like me and Vito tied for second place at 15 points, and Greg uh came in third i guess at uh like 10 or 11 depending on what you count but uh let's just say 11 and greg i think was the <laughs> one who voted most like interestingly this year and ended up in last yeah, place whereas i think you it may be interesting in the sense that like it, greg greg doesn't really think much about who is going to win i don't think towards the end like greg if you have a horse in the race you you he just always, bet it all on that horse. Yeah, you, you've mixed your your popular and personal votes. It's just all personal. Yeah, it's I, 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 I think especially by and the I'm end, stick to my guns. 
You guys just I, can't. You can't handle it. You got to win. You got to go like for that. the win. I, res- I, I respect that. I respect that. Uh, enjoy your crown of thorns. That's what they say, right? <laughs> I, I don't you know what? I've been wearing it so long, I don't even feel it no more. Yeah, it's dug into your yeah. skull. We're going to have to take it off with a crowbar. Okay. Congrats uh, to you guys. Congrats to the two flask stone kings. We were right on their heels, uh, man. We were close. You could see where I oh, messed yeah. up. I I I, I fucked up. Vito, I really think insane. that if you, yeah, man, if you didn't think those wild Stupid swings, little, you could have. Yeah. I would have won, man. Yeah, I dude, took, I took some. You would have been up swings. there. You, I mean, you were only off by two points from being up here. Yeah. Yeah, and I had two votes where like you guys were all on one and i was like nah i'm gonna be special right that's what you get hey we, special we've had a, a long show so far but believe it or not we have a little bit more show left for you we're gonna take a little break um when we come back we're gonna talk about the world premieres uh there's something like just eyeballing maybe 20 items on this list we, we won't go in depth about each one but we'll we'll breeze through it um just a few welcome back everybody Hello. Uh, Flask. Hello. Flask, Flask, Flask. Hi, Flask. Uh, you did the laborious labor while during the show of actually recording notes. Uh, I appreciate that. Your reward is that you're also going to do the labor of speaking <laughs> them aloud. Very well. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so what all was announced tonight or last night? Yeah, there was like a ton of world premieres, but also... A lot of updates to stuff we knew about. A lot of release dates announced. Lots of stuff this time. Uh, we started off with Brothers, A Tale of Two Sons, but a remake of that game. That was a good strange game. choice. It was a good, yeah, great game. Very playable still today, as you were yeah. talking about while, while we were watching the show. And the, the, the visual overhaul didn't look extensive enough that I'm like, wow, that's necessary. <laughs> I Flask, I want to be very careful because I don't want to spoil anything at all, but do you think they're going to do this to like change stuff? I hope not. That that now that's uh, same, a game for same, 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 I liked it. No, no, same here for sure, but that, yeah. that was my very first thought was like, do you do the remake so you can change things? You know what I mean? I don't know. Gosh, I hope, I hope not. that's not. But that is uh, February 28th of 2024. Uh, next, we saw a new game from Daniel Mullins, the creator of Inscription, and this is a sequel to Pony Island called Pony Island 2 Panda Circus. Have any of you played Pony Island? No, I, I, I feel like I, I know a little bit about it, but I com- had completely forgotten about it, and I did just it buy me- it for 75 cents on Steam. Oh, okay. It was giving me vibes of like uh, Daniel Mullins' warrior wear. It was, it was kind of yeah. cool. Yeah, it does look like that. Like there's, I don't know if you want to call it like mini games. And then there's, looks like some, like a 3D first person hub world. And then like the mini games are like in this like 2D retro style. Definitely like that same theme of like games within games, kind of like inscription. And Mm -hmm. you could even hear like a lot of uh, the same sound effects and little effects and stuff. I'm super excited for this. There was a Pro ZD <laughs> sung one show was in there for some reason. It looked yeah. cool. Uh, the Rise of the Golden Idol was announced, and that's a sequel to 
uh, the case of the Golden Idol, yes. which we've, many of us have enjoyed. Which uh, takes place in the 1970s. Uh, so, was it you? Somebody posted that today. Yeah. 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 No, I didn't. The Steam page is up. And it's, uh, yeah, 300 years after the first game. It takes place in the 1970s. And, yeah, I guess you're investigating a mysterious artifact that uh, you've heard of. I would not have expected this uh, sequel, like the 1970s, more modern-ish. Because it almost felt like taking it, uh, like putting it into some older time was was part of the point. But while I I, I didn't expect it, I I think it's very cool. I'm oh, very I'm so excited! Because yeah, it seemed like what they what he was doing, what they were doing. Sorry, with the um, DLCs was sort of just like filling out the entire story of the Golden Idol. Here is everything to do with the Golden Idol. So it seemed like you would expect that the next game would be like unrelated, but they're doing an actual sequel, which will also incorporate the same mystical object. And I think that's very cool because like the world building they did, you could imagine like they had, a, they probably had a lot of fun thinking of like, well, this is what this, this is what happened 300 years ago. So what would like society mm-hmm. and like, what would like the crazy things be looking like? They like, you right. know, we see it in here, like there's, there's telephones and TVs. So technology is kind of progressed still, but I bet it's going to have like some weird ass fucking cultures and shit going on. <laughs> Yeah, where did it really end pretty up cool. over the years? Yeah, and yeah. Um, from the trailer, you definitely see a lot of that same, like, uh, that art style, that, you know, the sketches, uh, artwork kind of art style. Uh, thank God, because that art style was sick. But it does look like they're kind of, like, moving into, like, a 3D kind of thing, too, because uh, just definitely seeing, like, some rendered, uh, you know... Maybe they're and stuff. Maybe they're sort of using like they're tying it in in a sort of a a meta it, way with the advance mm, in time in universe. Oh yeah, you know, maybe something. Very fucking excited for that. Yeah, me too. Oh uh, we got we got to look at Usual June, which is like a Spider Verse animation style action game that's coming in twenty twenty five. Very cool title, gotta say. Title, title I'm, I'm I'm a guy for titles of things. Usual June, I like it. Uh, we saw Harmonian the Musical, which is it's like looks like a kind of a cute deaf girl musical Wonderland game of some sort. Um, music is definitely going to be involved, it seems. Um, Windblown is a uh, solo slash co-op uh, 3D roguelike from Dead Cells devs. That's coming yeah, early access 2024. I think that's pretty promising sentence um especially that it's looks like it's got some co-op but i know a couple of us were turned off because like i don't know the anthropomorphic animal yeah style, but uh, i'm gonna keep that. my eye on this one it also seems like it's kind of gory like a little bit which is kind of cool mm-hmm. we'll have to see gameplay of this because this was this was a nice animated trailer but you know cinematics animated there's, trailers you never there's know there's a little right? bit there, of gameplay there's like yeah in. there's like 10 seconds of gameplay okay yeah from like if you got the trailer open from like the th- in the 30s and 40s there's a little bit of gameplay just a little peek okay um we saw thrasher which is a rhythm game from mm-hmm. not all the thumper devs but uh the artist composer of thumper brian gibson that's coming in 2024 uh, another, you know, rhythm game. It looks like different from the like the car based mm-hmm. thumper, but it's going to be 
What were you saying it reminded you of, Andy? There was a game in the past. Oh man. Uh, it was some it was some like, you know, colors and lights and rhythm. Oh, game. I don't I, even, I remember it too, I, but yeah. I just don't remember the name. Honestly, I don't. I didn't even say the name because I couldn't remember it. I know okay. what you're talking about now. Yeah, I, I, I think I, all I said was that this reminded me of some game I used to play on the Xbox Live Arcade. Listeners, write in. Tell us what game we're thinking of. Uh, we I'm saw. Glad you said. I'm, I'm glad you you also recognize that because I didn't hear anybody respond to that. I thought I was going crazy for a second. Oh yeah, no, I I got what you're. I picked up. Both of you are crazy. Down. Uh, we saw a thing. Dave the Diver cross dredge. Of some sort, free DLC coming December fifteenth. Yeah, yeah, for Dave the Diver, it looks right. like uh, it's adding a lot of spooky uh, new fish and monsters and atmosphere from the Dredge game into into Dave the Diver. So it's pretty cool. I think John, you said you wished it was the other way around. No, no, no. I think it's just just be cool. Um. I just didn't expect that. I guess it's too extremely, extremely. You know, uh, Dredge is like a like an eldritch kind of horror game. <laughs> um, ultimately, and Day of the Diver is a fun game where you're running a sushi restaurant. But they're both <laughs> fishing games. They, they both, they both, both like are chill ultimately fishing games. They both are ultimately fishing. I would say Dredge, while it's chill, is a little bit more. Um. I do not uh, want dredge scary. Sushi. I guess because the the hook of dredge is the long. If you're out at night, like the real eldritch things come out, and your boat can like get fucking capsized or whatever. You can get like taken out. There's like a little bit of horror there. It's not like a total chill game. Um, but yeah, ultimately you are fishing in both games. So this this could be yeah. I mean, it could be a fun crossover. Definitely, just completely unexpected on my part. Yeah, I think yeah. that the. There's a lot of overlap in the people that play both these games. I imagine so. Yeah. Sure. Uh, we saw a World of Goo sequel, World of Goo 2, 2024. So cool. um, yeah. Exodus was a big, uh, big presentation with Matthew McConaughey running out on stage and uh, talking about I Interstellar. Don't care. This is a uh, sci fi action Mass Effect esque game of some sort. Uh, we saw a little bit of what looks like gameplay. It looks like Mass Effect. Who makes who um, makes this game? The interesting thing about this, I'm glad you asked, is it's made by Archetypes Entertainment, which I don't I don't think they've done anything yet. But they're the studio that Drew Carpition joined, uh, and he's the guy who wrote for like a bunch of Star Wars games. He was the guy who wrote for Mass Effect One and Two. Um, hmm. He's got a lot of good sci-fi video game writing under his belt. Um, the last thing he did was Anthem, but I don't think I don't think Anthem could be pinned on him. But he joined the studio to do this game. I think we heard about it in the past, so um, could be good writing. There's some I mean, he has a pretty good track record, then, maybe. Yeah, uh, but yes. Were we thinking of Geometry Wars? That's possible. That's one of the games that would be like right up there in in possible. I think I think that's what I'm thinking of. Got okay, it. that's been bugging me. Okay. How do you that get Ma- Matthew McConaughey for a game like that? I, you know what I mean? Like, if I'm thinking of Matthew McConaughey, someone, uh, that guy, he doesn't know video games. He's not into video games. There's got to be a lot of money behind getting <laughs> him into a game, something right? to do during the strike. Hmm. It was literally, it's literally Interstellar. I mean, I think everyone is like, he got hired because he was an Interstellar, which dealt with time dilation, 
which is like the thing, the main thing they were talking about that's going to be present in this game. I guess what I'm saying is for an actor, like an A-list actor like him to come along and, and do a game, him, I would expect yeah. it to be from like a AAA studio with a lot of money and a property yeah, that we, that has a lot of hype. Not, not like some random game from some new studio, you know? On the flip side, maybe he feels comfortable, you know, like talked to the, got, got in talks with them and was like, they have enough, you know, credibility and got to take a shot because I'm, you know, I'm a such a big actor that I can do those kinds of things, you know? So I wish they did a true detective game. <laughs> I think, I think this game was, it, it might be cool in the end, but the, the, the trailer itself, like kind of bored me to tears for most. It of did it. not oh, inspire much. So no. generic looking. Is this the one where I even asked, is, is anybody engaged with this trailer right now? Yeah. Yeah. Few were yeah. awake during Exodus's. <laughs> um, well, we made our exodus uh, for the straight into kitchen. God of War Ragnarok Valhalla, a free roguelike DLC coming December 12th. This is cool. Um, <laughs> I mentioned you guys that are excited for this. I, I, I think it's very cool. I don't know if it's going to make me dust off the PlayStation just because uh, like, like it's a yeah, it's a roguelike mode. It's not uh, maybe there will be some sort of narrative. Uh, you know, connecting it all, but um, that's what really gripped me in God of War was the that narrative and that mm-hmm. main story progression. I don't know if I'm gonna dust off the PlayStation for like a side mode. You know, yeah. very cool that that's they're doing fair. this though. Uh, we saw Big Walk, which is some kind of co-op walk around puzzler game from the uh, Untitled Goose Game developer. I cannot wait to walk this game. This game. Uh, really got me. I think this is going to be a very fun multiplayer game. <laughs> yeah, this game showed like not really. I don't know. Did we didn't really grasp what you're doing in this game necessarily? But all of us were just like, yeah, we're in. It just oozes like personality. Uh, yeah, I mean, there seem to be like escape room esque puzzles in some places. There's just like environments explorer kind of looks like. Like, I mean, honestly. I would. I might have been just sold by just the idle animation. It's just like the the goofy dancing is, is so funny. Yeah, it's a funny looking character model, and I guess we like games like this where we can explore a world. I, I I think where I was fully in was when like the two uh, little dudes fell down into the house. Slide. And, well, no, they fell down into the house, and, and there's like two other guys there. And, like everybody goes, "Hey!" It's like, "Oh wait, that's <laughs> us." <laughs> yeah, that's <is> us. <laughs> Uh, we cool. saw uh, No Rest for the Wicked, which is a uh, top-down ARPG from uh, the Ori developers. A lot of uh, ARPG heads in the Discord uh, respect it. Uh, yeah, it sort of it sort of looked like Diablo, but they said like, "Oh, we're going to innovate the combat," but who knows whether that's has any merit whatsoever. Like, what does that even What does it even mean? Yeah, so we'll see. It looks very pretty. It does. Uh, we saw a cool little showcase of uh, Power Surge Sega, which is several new games based on uh, old Sega arcade classics, including Jet Set Radio, Shinobi, Golden Axe, Streets of Rage, Crazy Taxi, and more, they say. So these are new games, not like remakes, apparently, uh, based on old properties. Yeah, so I mean, like neat. the Golden Axe is just like a full 3D 
like a hack and slash co-op game. Looks yeah, like. yeah, that's pretty cool. Uh, I think the trailer, the big ones I mean, it, like- it's very cool, but like, I feel like the announcement is bigger than the trailer would have you believe. Like, it, it really is not clear whether we're watching like, uh, uh, I think I think the leading theory was a compilation of remakes. Mm-hmm. No, I agree right. that like just, it's just it one title. Is that what you're saying? Like a like a yeah. compilation? Yeah, like a Se- Se- Sega Collection 20, 2024, You know, something something stupid crazy. That would like be that. sick. Oh god, this crazy taxi looks awesome. I, I thought they just like re. I thought it was just like a bunch of like high def remaster remakes of some of their old games. Same. I think it undersold itself. I think you're right. Yeah. Uh, we saw, oh, we got a release date announcement for Space Marine 2, and that's going to be September 9th, 2024. Um, we saw Dragon Ball Z Sparking Zero, which is a new Budokai Tenkaichi fighting Hell game. yeah, dude. Do, do they always have fun titles like this? Uh, some of them do. Yeah. <laughs> I thought they were literally just called Budokai Tenkaichi 2, Budokai Tenkaichi 3. Well, well Budokai Tenkaichi is just yeah. the term that means like world tournament or whatever. Um, so there was the mm. series that was just called Budokai Tenkaichi, but then they also had like, you know, Raging Blast and uh, Sagas and whatever, you know. Sparking Zero. Yeah, that's I can't Japanese. wait to get beat up <laughs> through, by through. Kurt. <laughs> um, next, we have uh, the casting of Frank Stone. I thought it was an interesting name. It's a single player uh, cinematic. I will be the only person here that buys this. In the Dead by Daylight universe, I believe we heard about this from uh, Supermassive Games that's coming in 2024. We should play this as a group on a vacation. Yeah, no. we can do that. That'll be, uh, <laughs> that'll be our, uh, our next one. We got a new mana game, mana game, Visions of Mana uh, from Square Enix. It's cool that people who like those games are finally getting a new entry. Uh, we saw Rise of the Ronin, which I think we've seen before, but it's a new Team Ninja action game that's coming in March uh, 22nd. Speaking of Kurt games, right? It's a Kurt game. Um, we saw a big production reveal of OD, which is uh, Hideo Kojima's new game. It's going to be a horror game, but he says it's going to be some kind of mixture some kind of new form of media oh, movie you game thing that of course game and wrote a new form of media. <laughs> uh but the the other reveal is that uh he brought in jordan peele and jordan peele is going to be collaborating with him on this game hey and, you know i'm all in yeah, yeah i'm all in on yeah. this double same I'm and i think this the interesting thing is like I don't know if we felt this before, but it really feels like this is a response, a follow-up to PT. Feels like yeah, this is him. So. He's wanted I, to I get into horror for so long, and now he's finally and, doing it. So it's very exciting. And he want, and he want, he, and he's always wanted to like. It's the thing with him; he was just fucking love celebrities. Yes, he he <laughs> he he wanted to do PT with Guillermo del Toro. He ended up doing Death Stranding with Del Toro instead, and he wants to do. This Jordan Peele totally fits. Whatever. And we saw, oh, like, you know, oh, Sophia Lillis and Udo Kier made an appearance right. screaming or whatever. And there's de- there's I don't definitely know some either sort of those people, but it was it was cool scenes. I definitely recognize the the one old dude. Uh, definitely some Udo. new, like, face tech in this, right? That's what they're showing off in this trailer. I thought it was very Kind of seems like it. It, it. it looks like it'll do, like, uh, 
maybe what he means is like it'll be like interactable FMV or something like that, like in a way that FMV hasn't done before. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. They definitely him and Jordan throughout like uh, immersion and interactivity like 30 times. So yeah. I'm wondering what the hook is going to be. Because obviously, I don't think any of us are excited for like some FMV game, but it seems like it's more than that. Well, think about it. Kojima made it a walking simulator that I, I fucking loved. Right. I don't know if I would ever play any other walking simulator. Right. Whatever it is, I think we're all hyped. Um, Jurassic Park Survival looks to be a uh, first-person Ooh. action trespasser sort of spiritual successor. Jurassic Park it's Trespasser. Like it, it looks like a dinosaur alien isolation game. That's which, a good way to put uh, it. I am pretty dang hyped for. Uh, you guys uh, know me, the dino boy. I'll show you know, Greg, that... Uh, our our good friend Peter um, was DMing me back and forth while we were watching the show, and uh, the first thing he said was Jurassic Park Trespasser Two, and then he said, "No, it's G- Jurassic Park Alien Isolation." <laughs> yup, that's just what a little, which I, I'm alright with. Uh, Isolation was a great game, and if they make like more games like that, where you're running from terrifying creatures, I'm I'm way way for it. And uh, being on the the island of the first Jurassic Park, yeah, hell yeah, dude! I'm right after the movie, apparently, yep. <laughs> it seems. Which means everything is out and everything is just loose, going nuts. So that's gonna be cool as hell. Can't All wait. Right, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna go to sleep for like 30, 45 seconds. Go ahead. I understand. Uh, we have Rocket Racing, which is a uh, Fortnite Rocket League mode. Uh, it's we out. Have- it's out right now. Yep, I uh, played a match. It's oh, it's, uh, it's racing, in all right. Fortnite. I missed. Yep, it is a it well, is a it, game mode in Fortnite. I thought this was a game, a separate game. Okay. I would I would be more in if it were a second game, even though I don't like racing. I, I don't know if I would be all the way in, but like I like the Rocket League devs. I thought it was a separate game, and I was in. I was like, oh, that looks fucking cool. I could see them like making this a new mode in Rocket League, and then in, like, realizing, oh, wait, this is really it is, fun. It basically is like Rocket League racing. You get the all the cars you get go to Rocket League and vice versa, apparently. I wonder like how much Epic uh, paid Psionics for this. Like, I wonder, like, compared to the, to the, to the budget of a diff, a, of an independent game, I wonder what the, the numbers are. Uh, I'm hmm. curious to know. I guess I don't understand. So this is just a mode in Fortnite? Like, you just pick this playlist and play rocket racing yep so it's that they but it's like a completely a different book. like physics engine it's basically like it's a like whole a, different game yeah it's like a game within a game that's kind of weird okay yeah they want to make well, Fortnite no, a platform I mean, exactly they're like Fort, fortnite is really if i can describe it's like gary's mod basically i think fortnite is really only competing these days with the uh, roblox and so, mm-hmm. like, they're 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 trying to make Fortnite more and more of an attractive platform uh, of development versus, I mean, and they're 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 not totally overlapping spaces because I think Roblox caters to maybe even a younger. Well, actually, in the in the kid audience, they're they're completely overlapping spaces. Yeah. Um. Yeah. No, you you see what I'm getting at. Like, and Fortnite they also had like uh... Lego. <laughs> Lego uh, Fortnite. But right I guess now. I guess what I'm saying like so. What's Fortnite about this? Like, you're the character that's driving the car is like your little guy. 
I mean, the anime, yeah, like, yeah, that like is graphic yeah. style. That probably, yeah, the aesthetic is Fortnite. Well, the ex- I would have said the aesthetic. If is you want, Rocket League. Show, I can show you later, Vita. The cars are Rocket League, but like the, the I think that the colors and the character models are 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 yeah. Fortnite for sure. Like the colors, yeah. like the the visual presentation is, is overwhelmingly Fortnite. Uh, but the you're right. The car the cars are like Rocket League models. Uh, another Kurt game here, Black Myth Wukong, which is a like a Journey to the West uh, action RPG coming uh, August twentieth, twenty twenty four. I think the distinctive thing about this one was that we thought the uh, like the monster yokai designs looked pretty cool. Oh, I say yokai, but it's like Chinese, so I don't know what the equivalent is. Yeah, um, this is not the first time we've seen the game. I think this is the second, really. It's probably like, we've seen it a few times. Yeah. Um. And now it's finally got a release date, pretty close, right? I, I think this is the first time that I, that I fully captured, I fully rocked. There was a, a Journey to the West um, inspired thing, and viewing the trailer in that light, like it's just like a, a a Dragon Ball thing. I was like, okay, that's pretty cool. Yeah, it makes sense in retrospect because it's called literally called Wukong after Song Wukong. Yeah, but Wukong is such a like it's almost like a its own generic term used in titles over the past you know century because yeah. uh journey to the west is so uh you know prevalent in media uh but i don't i don't yeah. actually know a whole lot about journey to the west specifically so this is kind of something that would that would that would interest me to play around in that yeah way. if they like you know kind of darken it adventurize it make it uh you know yeah very action-packed um, Ready or Not got a, uh, a release date for its 1.0. It's official release. That's December 13th. That's coming up. Yeah, five days from now. That's awesome. That wasn't in early access what is for that, that, that long. Tuesday? Wednesday, okay. Yeah. Wednesday, yeah. Uh, we I haven't mean, we checked in in a while. We, I know they've added I was say, stuff. We, we, we've been checking in like once every like, I don't know, like eight or nine months, something some like that. And we, we, we've all, we, I think we, we keep having fun with it. Oh yeah, uh, 100%. I don't know. Uh, uh, I'm pulling up the blog post now. No, oh, okay. I was hoping to see some more details about what 1.0 is going to add, but if they're if they're going to add that, they haven't said it yet. Yeah, we'll definitely be reinstalling this come next week. You'll be ready then. Yeah. Oh yeah. Or not. Uh, Don't Not has a new game coming out in 2024 called Lost Records Bloom and Rage, which uh, it's like a, we, it's like a chat GPT. Give give me a, a new title for a Don't Not game. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, it definitely looked like Life is Strange plus Stranger Things, and Andy appropriately said Life is Stranger Things. Life is Stranger Things. Uh, it looked exactly like that. It very. I thought it was a Stephen King thing. Am I bugging? Well, well it, yeah, turned, it turned into said, Stephen King at the end. Like right. it, I, I didn't know there was a small. There's Stephen King in two ways, and this, this is something that nobody needs to know. I'm a Stephen King nerd, but like, uh, there are four kids going out. Maybe they're gonna find something dark and dangerous. That's like what the stand or Stand by Me. On oh, the okay. stand by I, I, I totally get what you mean. I thought you meant like it was a property of Stephen. Yeah, King. and and the age range of the kids. They looked like they were like twelve years old, coming of age type thing. They're, they're about to maybe maybe young teenagers. It's very Stephen Kingy. Yeah, it's Stand uh, by Me. It fucking. Yeah, exactly. And then at the end, they're adults. Like, okay, it's it. 
We've got the two time periods, child and adult. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Well, there's the bloom and then there's the rage. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Brother, you got it. That's what they're going for. I bloom. We don't even need to we don't even need to play it. You got it. I got it. The records of that lost, unfortunately. Uh, we saw a, a teaser for Marvel's Blade, which will be a third-person game set in Paris, apparently, from uh, Arcane Leon. Yeah. Tony, you be playing this? Yeah, probably. I mean, we didn't see any kind of gameplay, so you know, I can't say no. for sure, but a Blade game sounds like it would be cool. And also interesting to have re- a third-person I- game from Arcane. Yeah. I'm really thinking that I find Arcane's art style, particularly character models, to be fine, but uh, not as good as it could be. I like, uh, is ever, I think uh, particularly since Deathloop, there's been a certain style that I'm not... Uh, I don't particularly love. But yeah, um, What's funny is I think that they were going for something in Dishonored, and then it worked for that game, and then kind of they got stuck with it, <laughs> and it hasn't worked as well for any game since because it worked best for the strangeness, the sort of surreality of Dishonored's universe, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I think that's fair to say, for sure. Yeah. And maybe, and maybe it works well with their engine or whatever to have models that look like this and whatever, and they, you know, whatever. It's not that big a deal. It's not like I ever find them ugly, but... Um, I'll get you. Be curi- really curious. I mean, you know, it's kind of got to... Arcane's got to release a good game. Like they just released a big stinker. Like the next one's got to be really good. Yes, and even going Death for Luke, going, the, going for the Marvel's license, game. going for the Marvel license to help uh, um, bolster was was a good move. But yeah, no, I agree. Death Deathloop even was like just I would okay. say middling reception. Yeah, yeah. Um, we saw a cinematic for Last Sentinel, which is going to be some sort of future Tokyo action game. Not much to say about that because it's just a cinematic. <clears throat> Yeah, um, um, the atmosphere and this is cool. It's got yeah sick visuals for a you know a video, um, but we don't. I know liked it better the this, second right? time I watched it. Kind of Ghost in the Shell vibes for me. We don't know what kind of game it is, right? No action. <laughs> That's all I got. But I like I like future sci-fi stuff. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, then we have uh, the first Ascendant which is a looter shooter action RPG mm-hmm. coming in 2024. Yep. Uh, this one again was like kind of just there, <laughs> but it, uh, uh, real, real Anthem vibes. Yeah. I can see that. Which, which I, I'm not, I'm literally saying the game. I'm not saying I think it's going to be bad. Just the, the aesthetic. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got a new uh, a new game from Hoyoverse, a dungeon crawler called uh, Zenless Zone Zero. Great alliteration there, guys. 2024. I think I was in the kitchen during this one. Greg, you going to play this one? You going to try this one? Uh, I don't know. I didn't try Star uh, Star Rail, and I, f- I fell off Genshin, so I don't oh, know. Okay. Maybe. Maybe not. We'll see. All right. We'll see what happens. Uh, we saw Mecha Break, which is a multiplayer mech combat game. Kind of looked like, uh, you know, your Armored Cores kind of combat thing. Could be cool. Nah. Oh, okay. Uh, Exoborn, an extraction shooter of some sort. All we got was a cinematic again. Snooze. Exoborn, snooze. you know what I'm saying? Uh, Light No Fire, 
uh, Sean Murray came out from Hello Games and talked about this. This is uh, their follow-up to No Man's Sky. It's going to be an open-world game with a procedurally generated map that they're claiming will be the size of Earth for real. Like I would not. I'm, uh... <laughs> go ahead, Vita. You go first. I was going to say, if I... you just showed me this trailer with no anything else, no context, I would not be that excited. I feel like we got... We have a ton of games like this, uh, Valheim's, whatever. I'm not even that crazy about it. But it really did change my opinion of it when Sean Murray came out and was talking about it, like very cautiously trying to tell us like, hey, we think this is, we we spent a lot of time on this. We think it's going to be really cool. We hope you'll like it. And we hope it will be another No Man's (laughs) Sky as in a game that we could support for, you know, 10 years. Um, But trying to learn from his mistakes and not overpromise. Um and that's a point that uh, you mentioned that they've been working on this for years already as five they've years. been yeah. supporting No Man's he, Sky. He he, he seemed he seemed incredibly humble. Exactly. Yeah. And that that humbleness uh that humility. To me that yeah, that humility like that translates into like genuinity like I I, <laughs> I think that he believes in this game and makes me want to believe in the game, you know. And it's it got seem big like a veto game. No, it's really, it's really no not. It's really but, not. But uh, I dug it. But, but Vito likes a good talking. story. Well, I just don't think Vito really likes survival games that much. Or he, really I guess you don't have the time to invest in them, rather. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I also feel like whenever we play those games together, like you guys play a lot, and like I hop on. You guys have like already done all the stuff. Not that's not a problem. But I'm just saying, like I'm the guy. I don't play a lot. I got to catch up, and it's just like not as much fun. Right. Um, not really my thing, but my point was that uh, the context behind it made me more interested than I would have been. It's a very ambitious sure. title. Yeah. He's talking about like the scale of Earth on a map. Like no one's ever done that really. Like an entire planet with, and he's talking about you know the mountains. You could actually scale like a mountain the size of Everest. Like I can't think of a game that's actually like that. I mean, there's games that have large scale, very large scale, but not. Yeah, you're Actual. Minecraft. Oh fuck! <laughs> oh fuck! Uh, no, <laughs> I just forget everything I said. No, no, I agree though. I, th- I think I mean I was interested before the spiel. You know, we, I, we like the yeah. I like the survival games. You know, we got a little crew that does. We'll get the early access ones and stuff. Um, yeah, I mean, I and then afterwards, yeah, it was even more. Um, yeah, well, it's good. Yeah, the trailer looked like R. And that was a that was enough for me, dude. Uh, I mean, this guy, you know, he's updated No Man's Sky with thousands upon thousands of updates. So, you know, I, I, I think it. Uh, I think this could <laughs> they were, be pretty cool. <laughs> they were rattling off the the uh, like update names. Yeah, and it was it got going to a point on. Where it was like, it, what? I, you're like, all right, enough. I get it. <laughs> no, that was cool. I don't know shit about no man's sky but i didn't realize it was that fucking i knew it was a lot it was updated a lot but i didn't realize it was that much um but yeah not best ongoing game <laughs> i think it got something it, in the well, previous year it was nominated it, or at least. I, yeah, I, I think it did. i i yeah, feel like fortnite year. in i feel like fortnite and no man's sky are always battling it every year anyway yeah yeah what do you do when you're a champion gotta defend the title Man, it makes me wonder whatever happened to Fall Guys. Is that game dead now? That's funny. I was just looking. No, at that it's game in like uh, it's in ago. Final Fantasy fourteen. What are you talking about? <laughs> it's not an Epic <laughs> oh, Game yeah. Store exclusively. 
Yeah, I think you just don't hear much about it anymore. I think they're still, still doing going. their thing. I don't think it's yeah. got worse necessarily. I think we just kind of fell off of it. Might be Even fun to I hop did. in just to see what they got going on these days. Yeah, I'd, I'd always be up for Fall Guys. What's uh, next? We're getting a DLC expansion for Final Fantasy 16 called Echoes of the Fallen. Or I should say we got one because it's already out, I think. Um, and then they did also announce that there's going to be another DLC called the rising tide coming in 2024. Okay. Uh, I have no opinion on these until 16 comes out on the PC. Our only final fantasy 16 correspondent must speak. I don't even know what the deal. I mean, I'm not going to get either of them. That's that's my word, (laughs) but, uh, I don't even, I don't know what, it's DLC that came out today is I don't know. Do what the story? Or do we know anything? I think you fight Omega, which is cool. Yeah, what's uh, what is usually combat trials? Usually, Final Fantasy DLCs are stories. I don't, I've never seen a Final Fantasy game get DLC. Final Fantasy Thirteen did, I think. And play it one because it looked like garbage. Yeah, well, I think Thirteen or Thirteen Two was the one that. Uh, had the I think it was thirteen two had like the ending release afterwards DLC and got everybody and then wait did fifteen yeah. get anything or was it not enough of a lasting success I don't remember hmm. which one fifteen fifteen got uh fifteen got four DLCs actually five I'm sorry I got oh, a multiplayer DLC too four okay. D four story DLCs and a uh, multiplayer one so at least there's that precedent okay. Uh, we saw that season one of the finals is launching now in yeah, December. Yeah, Andy really fucking ruined this reveal, but <laughs> they showed a trailer for the finals, and at the end of it, they All said right, it's the, guy, out the, now, guy, the guy, the guy, the guy, the guy was the guy was like, "Oh, and by the way, pay attention for the release date. It might be out sooner than you think." So I was like, <laughs> "Wink." I was like. I was, I was like, oh yeah, okay, so it's out now. Then I went to Steam and started downloading. Yeah, it. I just wanted to experience, you know, the magic of the moment, so I didn't do that. You know, Santa playing. Claus isn't real, right? <laughs> what? what? <laughs> uh, I'm stoked for the final. I installed it already. Me and Kurt uh, played the whatever the beta, whatever you want to call it. Um, uh, it's sick. It's a very cool game. Um, so I'm gonna play. I'm definitely gonna play some of that. Yeah. Hell yeah. And then there's a new Monster Hunter game coming out in 2025 called Monster Hunter Wilds. This was the it's final. It's happening. It's happening, everybody. Open world Monster Hunter. It's finally here. The day that nobody wanted or asked for. <laughs> Actually, What's I didn't know that the other games Monster. weren't open world. They looked open world to me. I didn't know they weren't. I'm just kidding. I'm pretty excited. I love Monster Hunter. Uh, I didn't really like Rise that much. Uh, but I really liked World and this one. Uh, we'll see. I'm excited. I didn't like that this was the last announcement. Yeah, it was kind of strange that there was no like one more thing, guys. You know, like end of yeah, show. I was, after... I was hoping there there. Would I get be. it though, right? I like, bet there would have been when, when when there wasn't. I was just like, of course there's not because if you do it one year, you got to do it every year. I don't <laughs> think they usually do that anymore. Like the one more thing, like. He he was clear. Here's our last thing. He's I think inside, if they say the that, I think if they say that, they they mean it these days. 
Yeah, no, I don't. I don't even blame them for it. I it's guess I'm not a Monster Hunter fan. I guess Monster Hunter fans shot their pants on this, but I don't know. They, these games all look the same to me. So, I think the thing yeah, is, they're you would think that a they're all Monster Hunter games, but they're all fun. You know, people enjoy them definitely. But yeah, that well, was you the, play uh, it. I just don't want to hear about it. You know what I'm saying? That wasn't every single game, but that was. Oh, you're gonna hear about the majority it, of them. The, the dichotomy of, of my experience was while you guys were like going crazy about Monster Hunter, Peter was messaging me, "No, no, no!" about open world <laughs> Monster Hunter. Is he? Uh... I don't. I, I've never played a game. I don't get. I don't get why it would be a bad thing. But uh... that's because Peter wants his experience with Monster Hunter B to be on a PlayStation Portable in the most uncomfortable position imaginable and having the most difficult time. That's his. Yeah, that's not, that, no, that does sound like Peter. That my friend Eric is the same way. That's that's his best way. He wants to play Monster Hunter. He wants to be as miserable as possible while playing it. <laughs> Good for them. I get. I guess it's fair. I mean, what other game makes hunting monsters hard? Like in what real other life. game makes it work? Hey, and you know, speaking of work, hey, listeners, I hope you're off the clock. Because I sure as fuck am. We're done here tonight. It's Friday night. I hope you all have a beautiful weekend. If this episode gets released Monday, I'm sorry. I hope your week goes great. Uh, congratulations to John. And, well, it's a little awkward to say, but myself for being Kings of Keeley. Yeah, congrats to you too. It was a tough Yeah, following. I already congratulated you earlier. Oh, you're not getting yeah, it's it again. Fine. Yeah, like it's get over fine. It. That was that was yesterday, or sorry, that was yeah. Today. Yeah, I'll I'll be remembering <laughs> this for when you uh, you are all sore sore losers. What? How many points did you have? Vito? What? I just what said congrats. No, no, flask. You're great. Uh, Vito, let's see. Ribbon two. Wow. Points. Well, cool. Best action. Whoa. I don't know. Andy, if you got oh my any. goodness. I completely forgot. We we also did tally the personal favorites, and John oh. crushed it with nine points in that category oh compared to Andy, mean? Greg, and Vito's four and my one. That 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 means that means that John's the only one that played Alan Wake two. That means gamer, bro. <laughs> that means that he's got the most basic bitch taste. That's what we said, right? Absolutely, That's like it's the that. the basic bitch award. Yeah, not what we said. The same thing that allows him to tap into the pulse of the populace yeah. also is the the responsible for his tastes being most generic. Yeah, it's a double-edged sword winning uh, the Keeley crown, you know? It really is. It's really not. It's not. Yours was a fluke. I mean, I don't think I even want it. The only reason why might be two edges would be that there's two. I don't even think I even want it anymore. Yeah, you know, hey, well, you know, Vito, yeah, that's great. Point, Vito. Uh, men, seize him, take him I to the dungeon. I'm... John, <laughs> wait, John, we should do that. We, we no! should start our own podcast. No! Just Kings of Keeley. Nobody fucking else. Vito will come out next year, and we'll see how his attitude changes. You know, Andy, with that two-person podcast, with only your tastes on that, it'll probably I didn't do agree really, to that really well. I didn't, I didn't agree <laughs> to that. It'll probably make <laughs> a lot of money. And get a lot oh, of I'm sure words. Andy, yeah, I don't know. I don't, look, unless you learned how to edit these things and put them on the internet. Oh, dude, I can't do that. We're not doing a two-person really... podcast, brother. <laughs> I, look, man, at most I can just like, you know, like 
kind of like help pay for the thing here and there. And like, that's, it's really just all like all above me. Right. Don't worry, guys. I'm saying though. Like, we'll be like an underground podcast. Like, we won't even edit. Oh, we'll do it live. Yeah, dude. It'll be really really cool. Just make sure you learn how to set up like live recording. No, we're just going to say, we're just going to people in a room. Yeah, we'll be chill. Like once a week. Once a year. That sounds nice. Yeah, once a year. You know what? Christmas. Uh, Christmas. Yeah, we'll do a Christmas (laughs) podcast live. Fuck yeah. It's got to be small, though. You know, we don't want to mess up the hearing. You know, the the vocals probably like limited to like ten people. Like a book oh, reading at a bookstore. Yeah, you did, yeah, thank you, get, thank you, thank you. I'll get a nice table. You're not getting any credit for that idea, though. But thank you. Hey, well, John, me and you, we can rest easy tonight, having the biggest brains of all of our friends. Onto bigger, uh, meanwhile, the rest of you, better things. Uh, can just really reflect on. How you could have done better for next year. Meanwhile, if you joined us this whole time, thank you so much. It's been a long pod, but we get a lot of fun out of the Game Awards every year. Congrats to Jeff This podcast was longer than this year's <laughs> Call of Duty campaign. Actually, quite literally, I think it was. Uh, all, all said and done, <laughs> including the pre-show. That's all I got. Good night, everybody. Take it easy. And keep an eye out. Our next special pod, Five Up, One Down, will be coming out in just a few oh. weeks. Hey, hey, yeah, you forgot approach. about that, didn't you? Oh. But I sure didn't. It's the, the most wonderful of time podcast. of the year. It'll be, we'll be recording that in about two weeks, I think. See you there. Yeah. Good night, everybody. <laughs>